and is intended only for mature audiences. I'm very disappointed in the complete sellout that the real BBC is now that the X-ray girl is here and she has the same exact powers as peeping Tom fucking sellouts. Real <laughs> BBC. God. Not a clone character. Damn. Yeah, at least they gave her a different name and it's not like, you know, Spider-Man and Spider-Man with uh Spider-Man and Spider-Man. Remember Spider-Woman? Huh? Huh? I do, Jessica Drew. Huh. I like Spider Woman. Miguel, well, I that was like a meme when I first saw it in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. The game, I was like, Spider Woman. I don't remember what. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, she never had a ton to do with. I mean, she, you know, she showed up with Spider Man, but she never had a ton to do with it, like She Hulk did with, with the Hulk. Jessica Drew, um, and uh, that's who Jessica Jones was originally supposed to be. <coughs> Sorry. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> I came out of nowhere. There's lots of Spider-Man, you know. There's 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 Miguel O'Hara, there's Spider-Man, Spiderman, Peter Parker, Spoderman on the on the EFAP. Good old Spoderman. Do do a ask a thousand people who Spider-Man nine hundred ninety nine will say Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and one would go Dunno. Except on Twitter, <laughs> Bruce, Bruce <laughs> Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, be, I, I would actually that'd be funny to ask my mom, see if she knows. She'd probably be like, Is that the one with the he's a spider, isn't he? Uh, that's all I, you know, what was funny <laughs> is in those two tweets, like, well, how much was read into? Like, uh, it doesn't, I never said I didn't like M- Miles Morales, I just said through my experience, I didn't even say anything, I just said if, that's what it is, that's why people call him Miles Morales, that's how you differentiate because that's what he's known as, yeah, because he's not Spider Man. The world decided that, not me. Um, but if it upsets well, Marvel decided that as well, because they kept saying Miles Morales, Miles Morales, Miles yes. Morales. Yes. Yeah, no, you you are right that that's how people refer to stuff. I don't think I line up with you guys on this one quite, but at the same time, when I saw that tweet, I was like, uh-oh, Gary's going to piss off the planet again. <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? Uh, yeah, I mean, why, why not? I, did you, guys, you, said you guys saw Into the Spider-Verse, right? No. Yeah, I did. No interest. Oh, oh I mean, th- I think I thought it was pretty good. Um, that's was, all my yeah. exposure to Miles Morales is. I don't know anything else about him. Um, I've I have all of his uh, well, all the comics to where I stop. Uh, well, uh, I have all the Ultimate stuff and the Secret Wars stuff. Did don't like him in the six one six at all. I don't think he belongs there. I think he should stay in the Ultimate Universe like he was originally intended. 
and it would have been fine. Uh, I think if he had a different name, a different superhero name, it'd be better. Uh, I thought it would be kind of cool maybe if you gave Peter Parker a sidekick for a while that he could mentor, something that he really never did. Uh, that might be interesting, but they never really did that. Uh, they mm-hmm. really explored that because Marvel lost its focus back in 2017, and they just they're just do well. Disney fucked it up uh, over the years, uh, and yeah, I, I have no idea what they've done with them in the last year, and I don't care. Uh, but yeah, I didn't mind the character at all. I have his first appearance. Uh, uh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, hang on, hang on. I have. Oh my this. God. I have this. Speaking of comic books, my comic outpost variant. E. First time they meet. There you go. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's my, it's my little boy right there in front of all my Spider Man stuff. Uh, yeah, it's Sp- cool. Sp- uh, Spiderman. Spiderman. Uh, but th- there seems to be like this incessant need for uh some people for it for Miles to be better, and I'm like, why do you need that? That's curious. And they're like, oh, you just feel bad because. He's going to be better someday. Maybe in a hundred years. Yeah. Why would he be better? Why do you need him to be better? Like, why can't they just be good? Uh, and, and it's, it's the difference between uh, <laughs> MCU fans and, and Marvel comic fans. And, you know, it, it's, it's also a deep seated, just. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> mm, how do I put this? It's a deep seated uh, lack of, fathers <laughs> oh my well oh my Lack hey dad's around somebody uh somebody's watching this stream they uh when they join you know you get an ad sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh the ad that they got was uh santa inc oh god you know that that's a trailer where everyone kept saying it was awful i didn't watch it because it's like, yeah, sure, I'm sure it's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I caught it randomly on some videos watching. I was like, oh, you didn't say it was this awful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this bad. Oh. Hey, before we start going into stuff, let's get some instructions. First of all, folks, uh, Drinker's going to be here in about an hour or so. He's oh, uh, He's got family stuff to deal with before then. He'll be here in about an hour or so. Uh, Gary. Yeah. Welcome. Hi. Bienvenue. How are you doing? Good. Just rolled out of the rack about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> What's nice. up? Uh kind of got I've got uh backside problems today. <laughs> That's yeah. just what Gary wanted to know. <laughs> got a very jippy tummy. I've been sat on the throne for quite a bit of the day. We so we need to vamp today, in other words. <laughs> there, there, there might be moments when I uh Okay. I don't I know, Gary. To, sounds like I his ass to is gonna vamp. Sit on the porcelain phone and talk to Jesus. I don't know how that works. Do I just shit on his face? I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, oh, good. <laughs> I said the worst thing today on the live stream. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but you wanted to. Speaking, um, I'm gonna have to go off camera sometimes because I have I don't have backside problems. I have back problems today. Um, oh, like, as old as everybody's accusing me on Twitter. <laughs> back pain, worst pain. You didn't ask to be old people. God damn it! Hey, just um, Twitter. The whole Twitter thing was, uh, and it wasn't. I know there's some Tom is going through it too, and mine was in a response to somebody 
a comment on my video, uh, my last video, because I, I made that statement in the video. And it's like, um, I never said I didn't like Miles Morales. I think he's fine. Uh, it, it's still a derivative character. Uh, and it was supposed to be made originally, and that's why they have it in the Spider-Verse. It's in a different universe, and that's fine. It, that's fine. Spider-Man has been... Who and, and it's this isn't it's not because of Miles Morales, it's because of Disney. Spider-Man has been uh I oh because I can't find the words because I'm tired right now. He's just right, not his, he's been homogenized, he's been uh he's there's too many Spider-Men around. There used to be just Peter Parker Spider-Man, and yeah, we got a Ben Riley and a Miguel O'Hara, but like for most of my life, there was just a Peter Parker Spider-Man. And now they've just they've got Spider-Man everywhere. They did Spider Island, which I hated. Um, Spider Island. He's not. He by the way, the it's hurt the value of the character, right? So so Spider-Man, for the longest time, was the most popular IP out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure now at this point, Batman has either caught up to him or has briefly surpassed him, surpassed or they're him. Kind of neck and neck. Yeah. Uh, Bat- and it Batman's the number one IP. At the yeah, moment. And it wasn't cool. close. And there's a reason. That, no way home or the Batman will make more. You diluted Spider-Man. You you did too many things with him that you know for. for the longest time. He wasn't a member of the team teams. Then he joined the Avengers. Uh, and he was he was like this separate thing in Marvel Universe that would interact with all the characters. But there was still Peter's life. That was the most important that drove the character that they they just stopped following. Um, and, you know, maybe it was just bound to happen because of time. You know, you tell so many stories over the decades, or you just hire untalented people who drive your character into the ground, like Dan Slott. Uh, and uh, and whatever happens, it's you know, Spider Man's just not the same Spider Man that he was before. Uh, it, it doesn't take anything away. Uh, and maybe who knows? Uh, we'll see what happens. I think the comic book itself, the pamphlet, is well on its way out, uh, which is mm. sad, very sad considering this is a comic book show. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's worthy of discussion. Um, I mean, the character's not going to go anywhere. He's going to be around forever. Like Zorro was around forever and Buck Rogers. He'll just probably be like Zorro and Buck Rogers of these characters. We go, oh, hey. you haven't heard what they've done to Zorro? Uh, Zorro, oh yeah, Zorro 2.0. <laughs> oh, what do they do to Zorro? <laughs> they're, they're, they're modernizing it and they're turning Zorro into a hacker. Hacker? So it's not remotely Zorro at all. Okay. Well, Zorro 2.0 for a modern age and a hacker. I go around hacking things. It's one screaming outside. Is that? Is that one of you guys? <laughs> not. It's not. No. I I can hear it. So it's not me. It's not. Wait a minute. Hang on. Yeah, it's not me. No, it's I, I, you? I think one of the people you, that have, have I keep in my basement escapes or something. <laughs> one of the one of the okay, you'll see my experiments. People. You say people, I say dead hookers. It's okay to make <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You know what, by the way, I I'm not I'm saying this is a future conversation potentially for this episode, but um I actually made me and Jay made Fringy watch two episodes of Doctor Who uh two days ago. Do you know what two we chose? Oh, <sighs> Timeless child, child, timeless children. No. Oh, okay. So uh, maybe you're being kind then. Is it out of the Jody era or the last season? 
so one of them is from the Jody era. One of them is from a different era. Oh, okay. So Blink. Yeah, Blink in another we- and Weeping Angels episode four. Uh, yeah, episode four. That's a that's a fair choice. I don't want to fucking like make you guess all of them. So we decided because me and Jay needed to see the finale, right? The Flux finale. So we watched that, and he was there. And we're like, yeah, watch it with us. All right. That was pretty funny. <laughs> he understood it about as much as I did. Uh, with no Doctor Who context versus the whole season. Uh, and then we were like, oh, let's watch Midnight after it. Mm. And uh, he thought Midnight was fantastic. And that's just Midnight like, you didn't fantastic. even... It's, it's just, it, as a direct comparison, I was like, this is where this is where Doctor Who is now. That's where it was. Um, so... Uh, after our last conversation last week, I watched. Uh, I was up till four in the morning watching uh, Midnight, Turn Left, Sound mm. of Drums, Utopia. I watched just basically the last <clears throat> uh, few of uh, season three and season four. I just went through that because it had been about a year since I seen them, and it's like seeing it with brand new eyes after watching. You know, mm. especially if you see it with such such shit. On top of, I watched all eight episodes of Santa Inc. Oh, oh god! How did you do that? Over three days. Over three days. Um, like you three strap days. yourself in because you knew you'd try and escape. Well, yeah, the, the, it's like I start watching an episode and then I'll drift <laughs> off to Twitter. Like within five minutes, I'll drift off. To Twitter god, Twitter's your savior. Oh no! And, and no, and then I'm and then I drift it. Yeah, exactly. That's bad. And I drift off to to to, to, to YouTube and I watch one of your videos. I'm like, oh shit, it's still playing. So I got to go back and rewind it. And because uh, yeah, it's subconsciously my body was just like, stop it. Yeah, this is what I was talking about. Fuck. <laughs> By the way, hi, X-Ray girl. How you doing? She's out there right now. Or no, she's not out there. She, she's probably, she'll be out there next week. On my <laughs> like I said, I just rolled out of bed. So we're, the words are not coming quick. Because um, I was up late last night doing a Santa Inc. video. Uh, talking, well. Fuck I'm so sorry. It. Yeah, it's, it, the thing is, all the quote-unquote cringe bits that they think were funny went into the trailer and then there's seven other episodes of a gag that might have been funny but probably wasn't in 30 seconds stretched over 8 22 to 24 minute episodes where they managed to fit in every single progressive far left elitist Hollywood talking point multiple times in every single episode including abortion jokes um cool. uh, uh, not making fun of the riots uh basically showing mm, showing reverence for the riots uh they have you know like there's there's low-hanging fruit that's funny like reindeers on meth that could be funny they managed to make it not funny uh oh. rabbits on easter island uh having thousands of abortions and they they, they just use that joke for the punchline my body, my choice. Right. So I just took that little video that, out. And that's I sent not a this. punchline, though, is it? Though no, it's not. It's not. That's it's a political not. statement. And I took that little video out, and every time Sarah Silverman's telling you to get the fucking poke, I'm just just put that put her little character. Yeah. <laughs> my, my body, choice. my choice. Yeah. 
fucking hypocrites. And yeah, all it showed was how much uh, uh, the you know the left can't meme. The left can no longer do comedy. They used to be able to do comedy. They used to be fucking great at it, and now they suck at it because they're not funny. Uh, it's it was it's a Christmas show made by people who hate Christmas mm-hmm. for for people who hate Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard from trusted sources that uh, only white supremacists hate it. So, um, hmm, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Well, well, white supremacists are the only people that like Christmas. So, such respected creators involved with like Pineapple Express and um, mm. and, and other stoner movies. Uh, I, what has Seth Rogen been in that everyone thought was really good? I don't know. I've always hated the fucking guy. Forty-year-old virgin. That was good, yeah. He was, he played, what kind of character did he play in that again? <laughs> uh, a stoner. Ah. And the funny wow. bits where he was like mushroom stamping uh, the fucking uh, uh, Paul Rudd's character in a video game. And I thought that was funny. That might have been, yeah, but I don't know shit about gaming, so I thought it was pretty funny. But that good was time. a decade ago. More than a decade ago. Way more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, Mola, how you doing? Oh my God, it's my intro. Hello. <laughs> Someone in chat just said Gary has to apologize for abusing me on stream yesterday. Gary, what did you do? Oh, what have you done? Your your mall your Mahler plushie fell down, and I oh didn't get up for like an hour. And somebody said, Whoa. "Stop, Mahler," and I'm like, I was looking <laughs> at that. I'm like, what, what the? Maybe fuck? that's like a revenue stream right there. It's like they have to pay two hundred two hundred dollar donation to pick Mola back up. Mm. every stream he falls over there you go yeah. keep that to yourself don't let anyone else know about that idea it's great okay but yeah. um hello all in chat i was i was big ill last week i am not this week though i will say i can only stay until 10 p.m my time which is three hours and 40 minutes from now so until it's so a wrap up time uh, well you, you know how these shows <laughs> can go with it but i will be the here at least till then to talk to you guys about the wonders of yeah i mean i've already said it but i watched the the finale for doctor who with, with jay and pretty much throughout all of it i was asking for help i had no idea what anything was i've seen you guys reviews of it and yeah i'm as lost i don't understand like when she split herself into three doctors fringy was like how is this possible is this some kind of power and i was like no i don't no. i don't know anything about this and jay she was like yeah i got nothing some- Line like, oh, I've just done a cool wiggly bob of a scuba-ma-dub. What do you think was funnier? When the Sontaran had a camera <laughs> zoom into him and he went, what Chucky. is happening? Which oh. sums up the whole season. Or when the doctor, when they say like, running can't help you, doctor, when she literally runs and escapes being disintegrated <laughs> by, <laughs> by running. Well, technically he was right. She didn't run. She just kind of lightly trotted <laughs> away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She slowly walks away. She slowly meandered, meandered, away. meandered away. Oh, God. Um, so that that little uh, the compression dial on her was supposed to snap her back into her universe. Remember, because she couldn't be, but somehow the com- being snapped back in her universe could split her into three. And yes, they did some sort <laughs> of reverse the polarity, blah blah blah, blah tachyon fields, uh, quantum quantum. Quantum, quantum. It made sense. It made complete sense. That, that's all I got. Um, the the previous episode was like far worse to the story, to the overall 
franchise than the last one, which was just like, I'm going to shit out a Jackson Pollock script of garbage and leave. They've all been that man. <laughs> I just don't understand where anything slots in with anything. Dad is like, I'm going on another adventure with you guys. And I'm like, I still don't even know who you are. Like, <laughs> who even no. are you? You're just guy. Like, he's done nothing. He's been nothing. He just like he's there and he just makes inane comments. Um, I, yeah, where, where's the hey, Dan, welcome to the TARDIS. Uh, get yourself set up in a bedroom. Just go down. Just go straight ahead. Take a left to the bedrooms, and then and then you get. Oh yes, this. I want to tell you things. I like you to tell me things, Doctor. And then you know they're all like looking at each other, like I want to fucking scissor you. Yeah, and then Dan, there, Dan just yeah. like walks back in. It's just like, um, I totally forgot where the bedrooms because I'm a. Dude, when you did that in your video Best yesterday, time. I was at the fucking gym and I almost fell off my machine. I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> People were looking at me. I'm just pissing myself. Uh, <laughs> dead, That's him. That, that is him. That is what he's. He's just an absolute. He's he's retarded. He's absolutely fucking retarded. This guy just doesn't know shit. You couldn't leave him alone. He'd die. Remember the episode where they had him fall over like three times in a row? Wasn't that really funny? Ugh. Yeah, it was. Do real you know what funny. isn't funny? If you go to the description box down below, folks, you'll see a link to the Critical Drinkers plushie, which he now has up for pre-order. So before the drinker joins the chat, let's see how many pre-orders we can rack up. Oui. Of the of the drinker plushie, and I'll tell you now. Currently, it's on uh, six hundred and eighteen. Mm. So come on now, come on! I've already got mine. I got mine. I got mine pre-ordered. Have you got yours? Because it needs to go with my my, my molar. I was going to say my mag. Oh man, honestly, I don't. Where did the, the link? Where's it's the in link? the description box down below, and in the description box of the video of the stream. All right, I'm going. Get in that. there, get a click in, get a pre-ordering. Oh, yes. Sorry, you're gonna hear us for a second. There we go. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, there it is. I'm doing my part. Oh, um. All right, I got two. The Rancor monster didn't get. It didn't get funded on Haslabs. What? No. By a substantial amount. Whoa. They needed nine thousand backers. They got just over six thousand. How much money did they need to? to... Uh, the Rancor Monster was a about three hundred and fifty pounds. It was a black. It's a black. It was going to be a black series though, so it was going to be to scale for the black series. Oh, just so it's going to be huge. Well, okay, so it's good, but it's still going to. It's not a one six scale type of situation. It's like okay, okay. So they, one in twelve, be... one in ten, something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's still pretty impressive. I mean, it's still a hunk of plastic for 350 bucks. And, you know, but. Uh, oh, it got up yeah. to 850. It got up to 8,000. Sorry, 8,533. Oh. So they just missed it. Okay. So the uh, the retailers came in at the last minute to place their orders, but they, um, they didn't do it. And also, the G.I. Joe Sky Striker is finishing in five hours. 
Now that's on 9,655. So retailers are placing. So that just needs another 345 to be funded. And I, I have, I've support, I supported this one. So mm. Mm. give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. No, thank you. Fuck Star Wars. No, G.I. Joe. So uh, oh, Hasbro? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. G.I. Joe. Real American hero. Knowing it's half the battle. Uh, but fuck Star Wars. And uh, that is that is bad, I get. I mean, dude, is is are we seeing uh, an eroding of the audience even for the very passionate and very profitable, you know, original trilogy stuff where that stuff just that stuff sells that stuff. What I thought it would just sell till the end of time, but it might be a generational thing. You know, I mean, there's a lot of pops out there who've gotten their kids in the Star Wars. I, I understand that. But that 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 erodes over time. You know, like I've got one kid who's into Spider-Man and I got one kid who could give a fuck. I mean, he'll watch the movies once in a while, but like who could give a fuck. So, yeah, they didn't help with the sequels, though, did they? Like, no, I buy your Han Solo now that. Drunk absent father by your Luke now, the suicidal ex Jedi who's helping to destroy the universe. I want, I want titty milk Luke, I want yeah. titty milk Luke and dead Han Solo with a stupid <laughs> look on his face with a fucking lightsaber as John Travolta kills him on a <laughs> fucking in town. By the way, I use my lightsaber. I'm Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that fucking no. trilogy. Fuck that fucking trilogy, man. Ah, dumbest. Just think about it. Like even now, it's like how? <laughs> how did that happen? How did we get that? <laughs> I mean, you had the hottest chick in the world sitting on the bed. She was butt ass naked, ready to go, ovulating. You had your rubber on. This is like it. This is the girl you've been chasing all your life, and then. You have like you just fucked it up. You answered the phone, you know. Like what? Do you fucked up a good lay? I I don't understand. You, you made all of us watch. Yeah. No, they had the most beautiful woman on the bed, butt naked, off a period, fucking absolutely tickety boo, ready to go. And then you went up to her and you went, "I'm gay." Yeah. <laughs> she Actually, left the room. You go. Wait, am I? Eyes. Well, and then she left, and he's like, I'm, I'm not! Wait, what? No, I'm not! Fuck! <laughs> Too late now. You could have jumped onto the bed, but you end up out the window somehow, and you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> we really stop with the praise of the talented, like, no, there's some really talented people in Hollywood who really know oh. how to put together a motion picture. No, they're not. There's a bunch of dumb motherfuckers who once in a while make something good because they got millions of fucking dollars to play with. Uh, the sure. participation awards, though. Yeah, a lot of people have worked really hard on this. It was a I really don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's shit. And and here's the difference between Hollywood today because I talk about this in my Santa Inc. review and Hollywood five years ago when people like you and I would come out and roast the fuck out of something that's clearly bad, just clearly fucking bad. They would not make that bad thing again. They would go, ooh, let's not do that again. Now they're like, fucking white supremacists. We're going to make nine more of them. We'll show <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Franchise wow. incoming. It's yeah. funny the, the that you should say that, really. 
because um let me just bring up Mola, you carry on and i'll just bring well i was up. actually going to refer a, a similar thing i don't know if we're talking about the same thing but um here we are <laughs> we are that's what i was gonna reference hey hey shang chi made more than into the spider-verse it did wow. it made more than into the spider-verse worldwide and domestically and it wasn't during a fucking coof just pointing out a fucking fact um so but shang chi didn't make that much money and it was uh if at all. Well, well and it was a part of a quarter that failed right like i'm saying okay yeah uh, projections it brought in more money in the box office than that film i don't know if it made any money <laughs> that's that's a good point i don't know if it actually profited uh, at all i'm thinking did they manage to somehow write it off on the taxes or something yeah yeah, that, that's, that's why I'm they, thinking now. <laughs> well, it's it lost $65 million. It was part of the $65 million loss. They mm -hmm. they came out and said that. So, yes, Shang-Chi lost money, and it still got a sequel because they thought it was a big success because they're thinking the Delta variant played this huge role in people staying away from the movie theater, and I'm, I don't think so. I think it played a role, not the role. I think the role is people are out of the habit and people are tired of fucking shit. Uh, why would I go to a movie theater and watch a bunch of shit? And people could go, well, my movie theater was full, but there's a bunch that weren't. Mm. There's a bunch that weren't because you had to move the goalposts so much to, to make this sound successful. Plus it didn't have, it didn't have any competition. It had a holiday weekend and it did better than I thought it would for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Give it a sequel. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, and um, our friend, um, God again, Simu Liu. Oh, yes, he reposted that image of flop. Oh, oh. Of us all. Oh, did he? Did yeah, he? he reposted that and say, Flop, we're here's to the sequel. Uh, does, okay. does he know that being a flop doesn't like those two things aren't mutually exclusive? Uh, this guy is very, very thick. Oh, oh I can okay. make more videos now. He, yeah. he really did repost that. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, he reposted it. He reposted the flop, flop image hey, again. How's that Black fucking Panther sequel uh, looking right now, dude? Uh, how's, that, <laughs> how's that Captain Marvel sequel looking? Oh, it's not called Captain fucking Marvel anymore, is it? Yeah. yeah well, how how are the the how's the trilogy for Ryan Johnson's Star Wars coming along after confirmation yeah. several times? How's D and D's? Trilogy coming yeah, how Patty Jenkins is one. Oh no! How's, yeah, Patty Jenkins Rose Squadron coming along. In this article, do they use words like "in development," "working on," or do they say it has absolutely been greenlit? Which I'm sure, uh, which I'm sure it will no, be. No, uh, it's it's uh, development. It's in development. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's I thought the language they use, hey, and I think they'll probably come out with it, and it'll be. Uh, it'll be fucking uh, Doctor Strange and Shang-Chi <laughs> by the time it comes out. <laughs> it'll be <laughs> Doctor Strange. It'll be Marvel Team-Up or Marvel 2-in-1 uh, or something, you know, or the Defenders 2 or the Secret Defenders or, the, yeah, it will not be called Shang-Fucking-Chi. Maybe it will, but I doubt it. It'd be called Chung-Chi and the Segregation of the Asians. Yep. Hey, can we have <laughs> no i was i can't do that joke. you can do it gary i can't do that joke. Let's go you can do it. You can no do it. no, <laughs> no. You, you, oh shit i must remember. Fuck. you can I do just, it i just want no no 
Do it. Move on. I'm daring <laughs> you. Double <laughs> daring you. No. Uh, <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, could we reenact something on a bus in San Francisco with Black Panther and Shang-Chi? <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I don't think Disney would go for that, Gary, if I'm being completely Black honest. Panther with you. today oh, kicked the shit out of Sean Chi on a yeah. tram in San Francisco. Hey, if it hadn't happened to my fucking son, uh that then it would have been even funnier. But yeah, it happened to my son. So who's up? Art Asian. Well, I mean the, by the way. But Gary, the news aren't reporting on any of these anymore, so it must be over. Obviously. Uh, just just like that SUV, that accidental SUV is just yep. vanished into the ether. Any any talk of that? Did you guys uh catch the No Way Home soundtrack getting leaked, by the way? Yep. No. I did. I, I saw did. the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I gave I gave it a listen and uh they're doing some cool things with some music you'd be familiar with from who's, who's doing the music. Who's the... Oh, it's, um, oh, I'm gonna butcher the name. It's like it begins with a G, it's like Juachino or something. It's the guy who I think did, um, he did the last uh Harry Potter move, last two Harry Potter movies. He's pretty good. Well, uh, let's just say some know, memorable that... stuff from the Raimi films is going to be oh, coming up. I take that back. Is it the guy who did The Incredibles? Uh, the first one the first incredible soundtrack is so fucking good uh is it michael g and g uh giacchino giacchino yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 he's fucking he's good he's good he's the one who brought back the spider-man theme and introduced it in no way home which is like the one good thing i like about it was uh doing uh the spider-man theme from the 60s and mixing it in oh you mean in far and, no, uh, oh, you, fuck, uh, why, why uh, am I? Home, yeah, this far from home, right? I hate that. No, it's homecoming. I fucking uh, hate this. Oh, name, homecoming. By the way, <laughs> I hate. I know what it's from. I know it's from the Straczynski run, and that's how it started. I fucking hate it. Uh, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, I was just saying the the No Way Home soundtrack is pretty cool, and we're, we're gonna hear. If you listen out in the theater, you're gonna hear some stuff you remember from not even just the Raimi films, but the uh, the web films as well. Um, I don't. I, I like the Tasm soundtracks, I, I, except for the fucking retarded song for Electro, where he's where he's like, he hates me, Spider Man, he betrayed me. <laughs> I just oh. swear to God, never listen to that isolated. Uh. Well, at least Electro looks like Electro in this one. Well, apart from being black, um, but at least he looks like Electro in the They got the star on the face now and. I think that's only come, that only comes up for a little bit because I think they just want to reference it, right? They didn't want to like go full with the Starface thing. There's the yeah. awkward line you have to sort of breach with uh, when you adapt. So, are they going to have both Green Goblins in this? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. They're not going to have uh, Franco because he's cancelled. So, I've heard there's only just... the one, but they think the costume evolves. Yeah, we're. We're probably going to see the classic costume from the Raimi film, and then that's going to get like blown off or something, and he's going to have a different costume by the end. Well, I've seen a different costume, so yeah, yeah, it's definitely a different one. Yeah, they talk about it too in an interview that they they designed a different one for him. Um, 
Uh, try comic to make accurate, right? Comic, yeah. Well, yeah. More, try to make it more comic. Yeah. More comfortable for the actor. That's all. That, there's an interview with uh, with him and Ra- Alfred Molina, uh, who looks really good, by the way. Uh, yeah. I thought they just did a lot of digi- digital with him. And no, he looks really good. Uh, so, uh, and then uh, there's a there's an interview with him, Alfred Molina, uh, and Jamie Foxx out there right now. We can't show it, but um, we have the the best part of that is when they're I think they're asked like why they came back, and Willem Dafoe's like, well, it's an interesting twist on the character that I was looking forward to exploring and found really interesting. And then Molina's just like, money. (laughs) 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 Yeah, okay. A shitload of money. Oh yeah. Do this. Uh, Yeah, uh, dude. I like. Especially like this is the last probably leverage Alfred Molina is really going to have in his career, right? Like yeah. major leverage with the big boy. I would fucking I would go, nope, not coming back. I want everything Willem Dafoe gets and a fucking forty foot trailer. Uh, <laughs> I just ask for everything because you know they would give it to him. Uh, they they need this. They they need this, and it's the Doc Ock is almost front and center for all the marketing because he's probably the first act villain. And then he's probably going to be a chill and a good guy, maybe even by the third act. Yeah. Without spoiling anything, they can crank everyone's hype and expectations just by throwing tentacles all over posters and stuff. Or he could be dead. <laughs> so I, I don't. I don't think they're going to kill him. I don't know. Maybe. Here's the interesting thing. That I, I um, why do you feel they needed to do this now? I mean, this is swinging for the fences. This is something I had kind of predicted a couple of years ago uh, and I'm still surprised they're doing it. But I, you know, after a year of just horrible Hollywood, okay, a year, four. After four years of pretty much <laughs> horrible fucking Hollywood, um, I said, they're going to have to do some fucking balls out fan service. Now, my prediction was just make a Spider-Man 4 with fucking Sam Raimi and 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 uh Tobey Maguire and that will just that will make money instantly. It will just you will be fucking so many people will come back. Um they're doing it this way, which is cool. Uh what what do you think they finally decided to do this because Spider-Man like wasn't an unsuccessful I I was not a fan of Tom Holland, but I can't tell you it didn't make money. It made fucking billions of dollars and it had lots of legs internationally. So why would they do that with this character now? Uh, I, I I just th- I think it's a essentially it's just a character of convenience. The character doesn't really mean too much as to why they're doing the multiverse. They could have done this with another character, um, maybe Spider Man because Spider Man is the most developed because he's basically on his third iteration in twenty years and therefore has a rogues gallery, has some history to call upon, has two previous incarnations to. Uh, to, to get involved as well and with this um multiverse business you know it's been it's not a recent thing they've been doing it in the tv shows for a while um so the the uh, you know where do we go with this with marvel we've already had end of the universe 50 percent gone space aliens how how do we even Build up on that. You you can't make a bigger more threat Yeah, yeah. Because because you know it doesn't it doesn't mean anything anymore. 
This movie is uh, so, surely an experiment, right? Well, I think it's a sideways movement. I think this is a, a instead of a forward movement, it's a sideways movement. Yeah. Because with the multiverse, you can go sideways into uh, the the current day of of previous incarnations, uh, and you can have a play about there. You got plenty of fan service. You just saw the reaction um, to to people like Doc Ock coming back. Um, you know, huge reaction to that. Tom. Toby Maguire, sorry, coming back. Even uh, Garfield, for some people as well, uh, coming back. Uh, these are these are just it's it's like a key jangling sideways movement to distract you from probably something which really isn't going to advance anything in the current Marvel universe, apart like from Marvel say now we got multiverses like Phase Four, <laughs> like Phase Four, which has like done they- nothing. But they, I just like, like I just imagine they're doing this to see how much money they it's how viable it is as an option, right? I can only imagine they're going to crank it for the other uh, characters. Possibly, I wouldn't even be surprised if they floated the idea of Nick Cage, Ghost Rider, and Ben Affleck, Daredevil popping up. For me, like, is that too nuts? And it's like maybe that's too nuts for now, yeah. Because um, they need a sequel. Those, those three Spoodermans, you know, like. They well, they need- have said that. Um, Charlie Cox is the official MCU yeah. daredevil now. So the him showing up wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all, especially after seeing Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin in the last episode of Hawkeye. Uh, so his arm, but that was him. Um, Still haven't seen any of that show, by the way. Oh, we can talk about it later. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Shang-Chi, but back to Spider-Man. <laughs> See, that's yeah, how but- we are in a sequel. Uh, no, I th- as you're right, I think it's sideways. That's what all multiverse stories are is a sideways story and they're really fun and they get a lot like when jla avengers came out it was a comic book uh uh muller that was delayed for many many years due to rights issues it was began by george perez and kurt busiek and they sat on it for years and then they finally finished it and it came out and it was a massive hit people loved it it was fucking fun you had batman squaring off with with captain america and they, they did they never fought because they were so evenly matched like they just countered every move they did, and they go, okay, finally, they finally go, all right, we can't fight each other because we're too perfectly matched. So we're gonna have to sit down and talk. And that was fucking awesome. I was like, yes, um, <laughs> that shit like that is fun. It's fun, and it even has repercussions in the real worlds. Once they go back, you see the difference. Like the DC planet Earth was bigger than our planet Earth. Um, Scarlet Witch's chaos magic was way fucking more powerful on the DC side than it was on the Marvel side. But some of that. Re- some of that passed over into the Marvel side. They did a lot of fun shit with it. That could be interesting. That led to other things. As long as they don't make the multi- everything from the multiverse per- permanent. it can. Uh, I think the fans deserve fan service. And I think if it's just a fun movie with a bunch of old people, you know, old characters coming in, showing some proper reverence, and it ends on a, on a high note, then it just, they could, Sony could just count money for years on this one. Um, and I think it's great. I think it's great. They need to do a lot more of these, though. You can't just, like, Hollywood can't win everybody back on one fucking picture. There has been years of damage done to fandom. There are, dude, fucking two days ago, you had one of your, uh, Seth Rogen with his Hollywood uniform on call a bunch of people white supremacists. Again. I mean, it's like, that you remember, um, Remember, he was one of the few people in, let's say, higher levels of Hollywood that was willing to shit on Game of Thrones publicly. Yep. 
Um, and because and as the creator of the boys, right, or at least a showrunner producer, I think, uh, whatever, executive producer, he was like, no, Game of Thrones was just fucking really bad, poorly written. Nobody liked that ending and stuff. And it's just like, oh, that's that's neat to see someone so down to earth about like how how the people are feeling, as opposed to let's say, for example, calling everybody white supremacists. But when it comes to your own show, like, oh boy, we ain't listed the criticism. Like I said, Gary, like I fucking I watched that trailer and I was like, Jesus, who the hell thought this was a good idea? Like it's it's hate. Well, I mean, we'll get into it, but like when you make a Christmas movie, even if it's like Bad Santa, there's a reverence for Christmas there. No, these people just fucking hate it. They hate every bit of it. So you have a main character who wants to be Santa Claus, meaning like, I love Christmas and I love kids and I want to be Santa. No, no, it actually it is a perfect encapsulation of modern feminism. It isn't, I want the job because I love it and I'm passionate. I want the job because I fucking deserve it because that's it. Uh, I'm you like, know, well, like, well, it actually sends the wrong fucking message in the fucking show, which is hilarious. When you when when I was younger and like animated shows want to do something edgy with Santa, it would probably be that he is like a drunk or he, or there's no snow, it's just cocaine, or he like he doesn't you, you know what he hates kids. That's the big joke. It's like oh, I gotta get if I were a kid, and they're like the big joke is we're gonna point out how Santa is white and male. I'd be very confused. I'd be like, wait, what? Because it's trying to make kids um, racist, ashamed of their of their white color. That's it's it's to make male uh, young male white boys uh, ashamed to try and shame them into being what they are. That's uh, it's it's exactly a disgusting right. it's a disgusting form of of ground roots. Uh, racism to destabilize a a growing uh group of young men who who are losing role models by the moment and then the the people like seth rogan he's a white male he's a white male saying uh you know stuff about white males he, he's he's a white actor a white male actor who said i want to do uh more films with less white people this is about creating creating a rhetoric of you being ashamed and embarrassed of your your color and your gender, uh, and uh, this is just another move by the the far left ideologues, and it's just another disgusting, racist, bigoted. You might he is Jewish. He's still white. He's still white. Jewish doesn't make you a different color. He's still fucking white. He's as pasty white as the next fucking white boy. And yeah, Jewish uh, doesn't doesn't change his color. And that's the shit they were teaching that religion. That's the shit they were pushing in school. You know, they're trying to make my kid and other kids in San Francisco Unified School District ashamed to be fucking white. And a little conversation I had with the teacher, the teacher said as much. And I had to correct the teacher. No, your job is to teach fucking is to teach is to, to teach without biased. Uh, history is bad, but it's up to my kid to figure that out on their fucking own. You don't teach it with a biased uh, and you don't make my kid feel responsible for shit he had nothing to fucking do with and has no ancestors connected to any of this shit. They never cared, no, because it's fucking about racism and it's about sex. I don't care. My great, 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 great uncle killed. I, like that was his thing. Like that's not my thing. No, it's, it's exactly it's history and 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 uh, you learn from it. And people are being spoken to in current day as if they were the perpetrators of these acts. They're not. Uh, and the reason why we have history and the reason why we, we have historical documents is for us to learn from history, uh, to, to learn what was right, what was wrong, 
um to and as you can see we we were all ready becoming more tolerant as a society regardless of this and uh some people pushed some people wanted more it's it's this is no longer this isn't about if you noticed it was all about equality a few years ago and now it's about equity yeah the equality side's gone they don't want equality they want equity they want a difference they want to have an easier path uh gary uses a a very uh apt term which is the bigotry of low expectations uh, and that's exactly what they're trying to bring in here uh they're being told oh yeah okay you might have lower marks you might have lower grades here i'm just talking about specific people i'm not trying to collectively bring everyone in uh but you know we're going to with this new equity policy we're still going to give you a place at this university or that university, which then uh, moves somebody out who's more apt to have been there in the first place. And I think the group of people this hits the most, particularly in education, is Asians. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, oh, and, it's really, really fucking tragic right now. And the universities are being racist towards them, trying to push them out uh, in certain ways, too which is disgusting, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, it's Hollywood playing into it, and you have the one case of Santa Inc., which is the very worst case of what Hollywood has to offer, and it really does encapsulate everything that's wrong with Hollywood. That's what my video is about. And my video not, ends up being not that funny because at the end, I talk about how they expected there to be this response. They expected to respond with, white supremacy which is a really which is a false narrative that they're pushing to sell their product they're dividing this country to sell their product and i it's that's where the hate is it's fucking loathsome you pieces of shit yeah this uh, is something it's got now to do with christmas it's got it's, it's it's all about again once again subverting something um which uh, they deem to be too white too male whatever the patriarchy and it's it's meant to again destabilize cause division cause argument uh so that you can have look have you seen you probably would have seen um i think we discussed it on real b uh friday night tights uh, sarah silverman is just she's just reaching for anti-semitical things she's just absolutely reaching uh no, like a mofo uh, she's she's looking at like images and everything and trying to read something anti-Semitic into it because she wants she wants the victimization. They want it to exist. They want white supremacy and Nazis to be around every corner. They need it. They absolutely sounds like I've come in at the best time. Did someone mention Nazis? Critical drink is his pricked up and he came charging yeah. in. <laughs> Hello, honey, I'm home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, I was a little bit delayed getting on, but uh, it's a pleasure to join no. you gentlemen this evening. Uh, I take it we're talking about Santa Inc., the absolute extravaganza yeah. that is but first of all, dude, I want to thoroughly congratulate you on one million subscribers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on Yao's show. I was following this guy when I was following you when you're on about 12 fucking K, man. No, so thanks, 12, mate. 12K, 22K, somewhere between that, that remit. But I was following you in, you know, highest in your 20s. 20k now look at you one million and yeah, now look you're suddenly too good for us huh 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was about 140,000 subs when I started. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll need to, I'll need to pay my mom for creating a million separate Google accounts for this. And now my, and now my job. Well, it wasn't now my watch is ending and all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's great, man. Honestly, it's uh, damn. I, I, it took a while to get here, but man, it's uh, it's quite a quite a nice thing to to reach, I suppose. So, no, much appreciated. Well, in the time it's taken you to get from 20k to a million, uh, I've gone from 140 to 280 odd. So I've just doubled and you've gone like stratosphere. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've been that lucky. I've been, I've been honestly, I've just been really lucky with all of this stuff. Um, yeah. Been you lucky enough to work in. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah. You know. This isn't, this isn't, yeah, life, dude. Your fucking videos like, are amazing. Your insights like, are really amazing. Racism <laughs> right there, drinker. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that, all my yeah. privilege, you know. And if uh, you guys and gals in the stream, in the link in the description box down below, Drinker has got a pre order up for his first plushie. Yes, so please I, I, click the link in the description box, support that. Uh, let's get these plushie numbers up. At the start of the stream, he was on 200, 613. Uh, six six one now, but come on, we can we can push 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 push. God, let's get oh, to yeah. a thousand. Let's get Holy to a thousand. Holy shit! Come on, thank you, thank you for all the the extra plushie sales, man. It's 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 very much appreciated. But yeah, they're there and they're ready to go. And uh, I think there's about eighteen nineteen days left before they go into production. So um, grab your plushie while you can. A lot of people yeah, who seventeen um... seventeen don't don't seventeen. Yeah, yeah, uh, something. Yeah. Just in time as well, because I think a lot of the rags and molar ones have arrived, so you can tell that they're pretty high quality. Like I will show you the quality right now because I got mine right, right here. These are the mags and the. Uh, oh, mags. they look beautiful. Here's the rags <laughs> and the molars. Got to keep. They're great. Out. I love all the big tentacles coming out of the molar one. <laughs> <laughs> I know they've already knocked some hot toys over. They're fucking. They're, they're going to ensnare <laughs> you with their objective logic. Oh yeah. Look how beautiful they are, folks. No, I must admit when when the the drinker because they send you like a free sample just so you can make sure you're happy with it. And and when it arrived, I was quite impressed by just how nice it was. I thought it was decent quality. It's really good. Yeah. Um, and it just looks really cute sitting on my desk, you know. Good shit. Uh, I I I am not saying anything, but I would like to have an As and Gary one. Just saying. Yeah, well, make uh, we, we have Gary now. We need to talk because we've got a we've got a conversation room open in Discord for us to talk to the person. Oh, we do. You do. Okay. Yeah, you do. Uh, I haven't. Yes, so I'm her. one of the rare idiots hey, who sat it. down and watched all is my video of Santa Inc. Suddenly, Gary. I was like, "What the fuck is like nothing you're saying, but just up with your mouth." now. I'm fucking amazing. No, actually, my video finished rendering that suddenly parry, and it automatically starts. Uh no yeah I didn't hear back from makeshift so they got back to you okay that's good yeah so we got a we got a room open on Discord to uh to talk to them I'm I'll tell you right now folks the the as plushie which we're gonna go for is the hot dog man we're gonna go Beautiful. with with hot dog man as the first as the first as plushie I was hoping for an ocean man myself but. <laughs> Never I don't mind. even know how to create an ocean, man. What is an ocean? <laughs> it's, it's a state of being. 
it's a body of water with your head popping out. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> outside, you know. I don't know how they could but do it. I'm, I'm thinking a hot little hot dog costume, belly, head, arms. You, you need to make it like the Friday Night Tights logo, where it's like a, a big one that like all the other plushies can sit on top of. That's, like, yep. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there needs to be at least a resin statue of that or something that, that <laughs> needs to happen. Somebody's uh, got a 3D print now, actually. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Get that, uh, get that stuff 3D printed, you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you got to preview my video. <laughs> that's how that's it starts. Old gravy, baby. What, whatever could it be about, Gary? I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, 190 minutes of my life uh that i'll never get back i i honestly i don't think you could pay me enough to watch that shit it just seems like absolute cancer of the brain it is it is i felt dumb watching it because like it's really there's nothing to review it's uh the same jokes that they did in the first three episodes repeated over and over again yeah abortion funny yay and, and they set up uh, they, they set up jokes that possibly could be funny just to make uh, political statements at the end. That's it, you know. Yeah, uh, I, even the, the bits and pieces that I saw in the trailer, um, just not a single gag made me laugh. Not a single mm. bit of delivery made me laugh. It was all just boring. I, you know, what what are jokes that have been around for the past twenty years? Yeah, I'll just go with that. Oh, oh my no. god. No, no. What's this? Um, well, I mean, well, let's just let's just see. Oh, let's just no. let's just let's just see. I take responsibility. No, I take responsibility. Jesse, no. So much acting. And that's not her responsibility. That's not my responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Whose responsibility remains to be seen. I fucking hate actors doing videos like that. You know what I hate, right? When someone gives me one of those guns that fires by itself whenever it feels like it. Like it's so (laughs) it's it's so nerve-wracking to hold it because it could go off at any second. Um I I feel for him. I really do. You see the TikTok of the woman with the uh the those type of guns and she shows exactly how they fire and don't fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even if it's so, like the revolvers, right? If you pull the hammer back and then let it go, if that can discharge, that's still something you should know, right? It doesn't. It doesn't, though. That's a lie. Even, but even if that's still something that should be known, it shouldn't just be like, oh, it, oh if, well. If it theoretically did, then yeah, it would. But it it, it shouldn't have the wrong. It shouldn't have a live round in it. Oh, um, yeah. fucking absolutely, yeah, dude. Uh, it, it's almost like there should have been a prop master there who, whose yeah. responsibility oh, was to make sure idea. the safety of these weapons. You should put them on movies, like, in general, I think. That's a good yeah. idea. But, but why, Mauler, when you can have rubber guns and CGI in the bullets later? Yay! Yeah. Uh, like, I'm sure the Rocks movies are going to be fantastic from now on. Like, paint everyone I, green, I, paint the floor I, green, the background green. Marvel isn't using guns anymore anyway. Uh, I don't know if any of you saw Hawkeye, but in Hawkeye, they clearly had guns, and then they're like, okay, this part, we're not going to use them, although, like, especially when little Kate Bishop traps herself in a car with windows, and we all have guns, we're going to punch the windows out instead, and we'll put our guns in our back away. Well, yeah, it's, it's going to be really one of those things, like one of those tropes now of modern Hollywood, where, like, guns, we can't glorify guns now, so well, we have uh, to, like, Warner just... Brothers have them banned. Warner yeah. Brothers have got guns banned. You can't um, get a gun I, I just, with the toys anymore. You can't get a gun with the statues anymore. You can't get a gun with the hot toys anymore. 
uh, they're all banned. Warner Brothers products are, are banned from being oh. presented with a gun. And, and I can't wait to get my Punisher toys sans guns. Uh, yeah, they, mm. no, in, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you want to know why um, the Winter Soldier was so fucking lame besides the writing was they said they just didn't use guns. They gave him a bunch of th- knives because knives are a much nicer... Knives are safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you I mean, filming, like, just, just just thinking about the the you know the kind of movies that we've talked about on on my channel where it's like commando or predator like mm. all these 80s action movies which are essentially like 90 minutes of gun porn yeah and they're they're absolutely fucking awesome like you're just you won't get that anymore like what's, what's the point of having an action movie if you don't have guns in it dangerous and the I mean, people of died on the set the- of predator well the the beauty about predator was, was the regression that they started off so heavily armored and it all ended up being um you know down to to hand-to-hand traps being built uh because the guns just weren't doing the job that minigun though man that was just a that 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 little scene there was just cinematic perfection yeah (laughs) oh yeah fuck you trees yeah yeah (laughs) nature you ain't got nothing on me you mother nature (laughs) fuck you in the asshole Nature, you enjoyed this brief discussion on Predator. <laughs> you should go to Drinker's channel after this stream and listen to me as a drinker talk about it for like three hours. Yeah, we just yeah spunking over Predator for three hours and it was glorious. It was glorious. I didn't think I was going to be able to hold that much, but I could. Um, <laughs> also, I, uh, Drinker, I've sent you a message in the old chat I'm curious your thoughts before uh, anything else would happen. Uh, it's... Oh yeah, and, go uh, for it. I, man. Will, I, I tell you what. I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to pin. I'm going to pin. Oh god. Uh, a medal on drink. No, I'm going to pin the link to the plushie in the chat. Nah. So you don't even have to go to the description box anymore. You can just click the link in the pinned comment and if you if you guys order it within the span of this live stream i will personally hand deliver the plushie to your door that's also you'll run away before you can see him solicited but no delivery but opens the door and he's like you're you're not drinker and he's like i am (laughs) (laughs) for you i can be yeah, you could get away with it with most people. You could just say, "Yeah, the ones where you didn't see me, that was me." Oh, that mm. that that mm-hmm. uh, that link you've sent more is. Oh yeah, do you want to? If you can get that up as basically, so for context, Open Bar is in need of a thumbnail redesign, all right? And uh, oh. we've gotten we've oh. found the right man. Artist named Rigel has taken care of it. Uh, Rigel, he's, I love he's gotten us gotten us quite a quite a bit oh. of artwork there that. Uh, <laughs> I think I just, I think I just pinned the link to get into the stream. Oh, you <laughs> shit! <laughs> Delete. Uh oh. <laughs> I just saw some randomo click the link at the bottom, like what? And the like, like ten opened. people in the waiting room. That is the last time that I am doing. Uh, why? This is so weird. I have your plushie open, and yet the link at the top is the StreamYard link. That is weird. I'm going to refresh. Okay, I've refreshed. Now we've got the makeshift link. That is crazy. Did that it, is everyone. crazy. I'm wondering why people are like shouting at me in the chat. 
It's all, it's all, it's all good, chat. It's and mainly all, laughing. It's you all know. good. <laughs> Replace yeah, like, twin message tweet. Yeah. Like, uh, none of us here. There we go. Anymore. Uh, someone guy's just written restart yeah, everything. Right, dude. You're doing all right. <laughs> What's up, pal? Say, do you want to say hello? It's a big time. Let's go. Come on, on, How you doing? Say hello. Say hello. Say hello. Muted. This is, oh. Oh, that was I your chance. I didn't do that. Bill Bonus Bag Donuts. Come on, you can say hello, mate. Hell. Yeah. Hey. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> Great name you got there. Thank you we very love, much. Pleasure to we love your you bag on. of donuts, dude. We love your bag of donuts. We do. Be in the chat. Right. Okay. Take oh, care. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> so it's up in your head, man. <laughs> no one was, was panicking. Oh, shit. I can make a mistake. It, it kind of looked like he was in work like, there you're, as well. You're only yeah. encouraging everyone to try and get that link there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got, I got No, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking have to uh, go on out. Go on out. There you go. Good boys. Uh right, let's uh let's share this uh where yeah, is this, it? Where is it? Is that is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, there, boom. Be the oh, thumbnail that. for open bar. Oh, that's great. That's fucking awesome. I love how you got man? Tatiana dancing in the background. <laughs> that's <laughs> Tatiana. Fucking got Fringy. Fringy. We got Gary, myself. The hell I am I, look, uh, look at the bottom bottom left of Rags's paw just coming in. Rags's there. paw, yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, got nice. Dank over in the left there. Dank and Gundam. Yeah. That's that great. That's oh, fantastic. This little image. I love it. Got George Lucas. No, that it's got is that R and B? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. George so that, that will be our thumbnail for the open bar stream going Sweet. forward. <gasps> look, Mola's got a Nazi symbol on him. He does. <laughs> Confirmed. Um, yeah, look uh, at the fucking lighting on this thing. Like, this guy, this guy knows his stuff, you know. Yeah, he does. Well does. done. Really well nice. Done, mate. That's great stuff. And it's got the open. That's the open bar symbol there as well. So that's great. Yeah. Yep. No, I love that's it. Awesome. He's done a cracking job. He is. It's a beauty. <laughs> I yes, linked, I, I like Doctor Who. The, the, I, dude, what? It's like not, I haven't done that. And I had people coming in. One guy was walking on his bed without his shirt on, walking around in circles. And I just let him do that for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen a decent few Friday night tights where the uh the invite is on the screen temporarily. Yeah. I'm like, Gary, Gary, stop Gary. And it never it's never a problem. And then Krigler one time goes, dude, you put the link to the chat on the screen. And that's the one time people came in. I yeah, I think I was watching that one because I was like, you that's highlighting it is worse. <laughs> like yeah. because now people will look for it. Yep. There was an incident in last Friday night's tights. Thankfully. Uh, it's so pixelated you can't tell. But the comics division goes, oh, they could totally take your stream down for that. I'm like, dude! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember that bit. Yeah, yeah. And Krigler, it's Krigler. Krigler's like, share this picture. So I'm like, okay. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but thankfully, it is, it, is, uh, it, is, it is beautifully piss poor photoshop to where you can't tell so it's perfectly piss poor where it's like overly pixelated and it's like it's fine 
uh, it's dicks. <laughs> but, Drinker, I hear you, you, you didn't watch the season finale for Doctor Who. What's that about? Can yeah. you believe it? Very disappointed in you. It's been. I know. Wait, is that the one where Thirteenth Doctor dies and regenerates, or is that yet? Not yet. Uh, Okay, so you'll get me in for that. You'll pull me in for that one. But for the the flux can just flux right off because I just don't give a shit about it. Like it was was so compelling. It was well, Dalek. It was It was some. Was there weeping angels by any chance? Yeah, man, they were all here. Never regenerated. The trailer for this episode was like Daleks and Cybermen coming back. They turn up and get blown up straight away. Yeah. All right. It's like they're. Oh, go on. Yeah, the Daleks and the Cybermen. They're back for the 57th time. Will the Doctor defeat them? Who knows? (laughs) And they bring the Weeping Angels back. They bring Teteum back. She captures a Weeping Angel and then shows the image of a Weeping Angel, but somehow that's not a Weeping Angel. And then they never talk about it again because they just killed Teteum fucking unceremoniously. Yeah, Uh, wait, because vaporized. It's like, okay, bye. But Teteum was around like thousands of years ago. Like how is she still alive? Oh, I can explain this. Don't worry. So, drinkers, well, she... they are outside of the universe when they have this conversation. Yeah. Ah, okay. I often go outside the universe after it a few is, pints yeah. of toilet duck. I was, I was like, which bus gets you there? Like, which, which, which you guys? Yeah. On that bus, she right? made a machine. Ah, that makes it all she make sense. She made an now. let's nip out of the universe machine. <laughs> I, I'm I very. Think I, I saw. I saw a of that. Talking about this, where like Tectoon is like, uh, oh, your morality is the thing that holds you <laughs> back, and then the doctor's like, no, nah, it's it's why I'm so awesome or whatever, and then Jade just replied saying, I too like good things and hate bad things. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude, that season's been filled with bangers for dialogue, but uh, yeah, oh. morality is your weakness. Like, oh, what are you? What the fuck? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Oh, that's been the basis of the show over the last three years. That Doctor Who's always been political because we're for good things, and we're not that's for bad things. So yeah, bad things. So it's it, it's 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 firmly entrenched now, is it? Like the timeless children is is canon, and mm-hmm. they're not walking that back or anything. That's that's it now. Well, Chips isn't. Okay, we don't. We yet to see what uh, RTD does, but Chips certainly isn't. Because my one and only oh, hope thing. was going to be like the Doctor saying like. You know, oh, it, it was all a lie or something. Like the master was just bullshitting me, and none of this yeah. stuff actually happened. Well, it's as if, um, well, never mind. But no, they they made a they made a specific uh, example to say when she was speaking to Tayung. So everything the master said was correct, and she's like, "Yes." Well, then <laughs> they were both lying. How about that? Yeah, it'd be so funny if Russell T. Davis is just just like. And we discovered that the well, Master and Tech Team were both lying. That was the thing. When when Fringy had seen Midnight, and we were like, by the way, the guy who wrote this is the one who's coming back. And he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. But, I mean, Doctor Who is in dire need of either just, you know, undertaking or uh, rescuing, I guess. But well, it's a long time. RPD. It's in dire need of a hiatus. Yeah. That's what I mean by undertaking. <laughs> like, he needs yeah. to be- an undertaker needs to be like, all right, enough. I mean, because yeah, this this whole series was. I, I, I'm not surprised you skipped it. It was just fucking an autopsy. It was post mortem. It was. It, it got killed a, a, two years ago. They just uh, pissed on the the dead corpse, and going on from now, I don't know what RTD has to fix. 
Uh, and and when people, I mean, we're still we're now seeing people who were originally for the doctor now criticizing it, uh, as we said they would three years ago, four years ago, uh, when this shit we we knew it would turn to shit. We knew what came along with Jody Whitaker, and we knew this was a failed experiment two years ago, and they should have stopped it then, but they didn't. So therefore, you've buried your franchise. I, I don't think Russell T. Davies will be able to resurrect it. I, I think it was a lot of it was just um, pride. You know, we've got to give them their three seasons, like all the other doctors got. Yeah. Because if they get anything less than that, then this doctor will be considered lesser somehow, and we can't have that. Um, well, so yeah, literally everybody's least favorite doctor, like without fail. Some people even think that she shouldn't count. And it's like, I, I can see the argument because she's part of an era that's just fucked. But um, genuinely, I saw the whole season. I don't feel like I watched a season of storytelling. I feel like I watched some child's like smashing their toys together and then demanding that I watch hmm. with a, a hundred million dollar budget or some shit. To be fair, it was like it was like Rise of Skywalker. Where it's just like, I don't I don't know how this happened. It did make a lick of sense. Oh, um, so many plot holes and in inconsistencies and contrivances, and yeah, it was you an know, absolute nightmare. We only have consider like embedded into the definition of storytelling is continuity, and like this was a challenge in that regard. You know, like it refuses to have continuity. Fucking, what's his name? Uh, died. Fuck, I forgot his name. What was it? Um, Andy. Uh, sorry, Kevin uh, McNabb. Is it? Oh, I, I was going going for his uh, show name. I can't uh, remember. Jericho. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> Death was so random and casual. The um the only reason he died was because a Sontaran happened to shoot his little pad on the floor, right? Like, and mm. he couldn't get out. Well, he and was I said saving Jay, like either suddenly they were sharpshooters or that was just an accident they were actually aiming for him and just <laughs> managed to miss that dramatically they shot the floor I, just, I don't know like it felt like they just had to kill somebody they were like i guess we'll kill that guy he's already had like an he's episode. white and male i mean he was the one i liked probably the most and it was mainly because of the actor yeah he was he i think he was the best character in the show like that season yeah i'd agree with that margin what you mean um, you didn't like yaz What's wrong with you, man? Which one is that? Well, I, I don't have to like Yaz, though, Drinker, because they keep telling me she's great in the show. Yeah. You know, they don't show her doing anything great, but they keep telling me that she's great. So, you well, know, yeah, apparently, the absolute the lack of weight when it comes to storytelling. You tell us those lot have been together for what was it, two or three years? Mm -hmm. I was like, as soon as they established that, I was saying to Jim, we were watching it, I was like, you understand, like, they should have an entirely different dynamic now. They've known each other for that long. Dan has known, I think you guys pointed this out in your video as well, Dan has known the Doctor for what, like fucking 10 hours at most. Well, he's known Jericho now for more than two years. When Jericho dies, they're all just like, oh, well, anyway. Three years. They were together for three years. Two, uh, 1901 yep. to 1904. Fucking insane. The, the idea that they would have known each other so well. So those uh, three should have had a really close knit but no yaz was just like oh god i want to finger the doctor no, I'm kidding about each other, about. they're not humans and by the way i have seen jay like fight with people on twitter who still love this season too it, it, it's unbelievable <laughs> there are people out there they're liars they're, they're a, <laughs> they'll come around <laughs> slying well jay's opinions come around so uh, i i know originally jay wanted to give it a chance probably a better chance than i did so it's but it, it, but now defending this shit 
defending. <laughs> I can't, I can't even fathom it, but yeah, there was people, uh, it, I saw Jay mentioned like, don't get involved in the doctor who discourse. It's, it's a trap. It's uh, what's left of it. I mean, it was worse a year ago. It was much worse a year ago. Uh, now we have like what's left and anybody who's defending this now, you might be arguing with like a nine-year-old kid. Uh, at this point or the mentality of a nine-year-old because i don't know how anybody could like this it's it's impossible it was just things that happened if you if you review this and i'm going back and reviewing this if you they introduce like nine characters and you just go okay they introduce these nine characters and then you just go to how each character ended it it, that would be all the context you need nothing happened in between we introduced Mm -hmm. a grand serpent and then we banished him there's nothing in between. Oh, he knew uh, he knew a uh, vendor. That's all. They retconned a bunch of unit yeah. history with him, though. They they did, uh, which um, and they well, and they retconned a bunch of Doctor Who history as well. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chibble can't resist. He just, he just like fucking splatters his crap all over everything. Is is this almost like a guy who's been ejected from a bar and he's just like, I want to fuck <laughs> the place up before <laughs> I, I leave. Pee everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like it's just pure spite. Like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin as much of the the chronology and mythology of this show as I can before I'm booted out. Right, it is. I think you guys are right. It's pride, it's ego, and it's agenda, it's ideology. It derailed the show from the very beginning because that was that was behind the decision. And to 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 think that that's not the reason why everything went to shit, I don't know what to tell you. But it was ideology uh, because they never really put any thought into the doctor outside of from the beginning they wanted to do do the timeless children but look at this last episode they couldn't even they they can fuck up doctor who history but they can't do a simple thing like develop a single character claire what the fuck what was her purpose to be a psychic that's it oh yeah i was genuinely uh, like which one was oh right yeah was that the armless one like no no it's to be a contrivance though because her her story made no sense. There was no way in episode one she could have known the Doctor and the Companions. It was it was impossible by her story that she knew who the Doctor was and the Companions. Because she, she saw them and they went, we don't know who you are, but you know who we are. She goes home. She gets kidnapped by the Angel, taken back to 1901, where uh, she traps the Doctor and Tech Taeyung takes her Angel from her whatever so she's stranded in 1901 and then in the final episode they pick her up and they drop her in current day so how does she know the fucking doctor before then it doesn't make any sense they fuck, admit, they just like... fuck up the time it just he's just and it's like that's not a that you might say well that's just a little thing no that is a bit of care and attention and it just shows how little care and attention chibnall and anyone else was paying to the characters. All they were were contrivances to get, like, in the first episode, the flux, oh no, it's it's attacking the TARDIS and it's going to fuck us all up. What did it do? It just dropped them off somewhere in time. Yeah. Why? That wasn't even a power of the fucking flux. It was a destructive force. It should have torn the TARDIS <laughs> and the Doctor apart. Why was the TARDIS fucking weeping and fucking dripping? Yeah, the TARDIS was dripping. It was that excited. It was getting it was getting ready for the fucking flux. Well, and then uh, the next time in the TARDIS, the weeping angel 
comes to God's the console to drop them off at the next episode. Just as Uber. There's a yeah, fucking Uber. Just and a then, fucking oh, Uber driver. And then there's the whole problem of the universe is destroyed and they <laughs> never put it back together at the end of the show. Probably yeah. The universe being destroyed. Yeah, yeah they don't really. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Well, that was, that was say, like, in relation to you highlighting, because I agree with you as about the um the nonsensical nature of how she knows the doctor and blah, blah, blah. But it does feel like you're in like a, a mansion of shit and you see some piss oh, on yeah. the floor and you're like, look at that piss on the floor. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like that house, that house, that black and white house that was like creepy yeah. looking. And, and it's just like, okay, what significance is this going to have? And then all it was was, oh, this is where your memories are stored. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. In the house. This is this is your memory. So if you go inside, you'll remember it all. It's like, well, you still have a chance to retcon that, that you open up that um, timekeeper thing and it was it's this nothing. It turns out there was nothing in the watch. There's no memories were taken, and that the doctor's been had by some evil plan. By blah blah blah. It's still, still, you know. Right. But the doctor, according to this, is Chibnall's law, not my uh -huh. fucking law. According to Chibnall's law, the doctor is told by the master that they're the timeless child. They've had X amount of uh, regenerations and lifetimes stolen from them uh, because they went against the division. The doctor then says at the beginning of the flock, "I need to find out." who I am, I need to find out, you know, what I truly am, yada, yada, yada. She then goes and has umpteen chances to take and open up the yeah. fob watch and doesn't. And then at the end of the show, when she does have possession of the fob watch, she just goes, oh, just hide it. Hide it, TARDIS, until we get to, uh, until we get to special number four, the one that exactly. I'm regenerating in. Fucking waste of fucking time this thing is. Well, because I like subtlety, you know, I like people to infer exactly what I believe is going on for character and the decisions they're making sometimes. But like that one, I literally had no idea. I was like, why isn't she opening it? What, isn't that like everything she wanted? I, I don't. Uh, hmm. All right, then. Uh, and yeah, that's going to be a payoff for another episode, I guess. Well, it, it's not. See, you know, there's the brain of Morbius that they keep bringing back to as an excuse to have more doctors than the 12 doctors never fucking gone back to reference that at all um and that floating house is uh the it's it, here i'll share i'll share it. radio times was even speculating are they bringing this back <clears throat> uh is it is doctor who adapting the lost lung borrow story for jody whitaker uh mm. no no it's just a fucking floating house that means fucking nothing so, uh, and, and yeah, Chris Chibnall is aware of the history of Doctor Who was, he was around. Uh, he doesn't give a fuck. He's not a Doctor Who fan anymore. I, I, I don't know how this guy gets work. Uh, I, I think he did Broadchurch and that was quite popular and that was basically him for, for life as far as the BBC is concerned. Um, and, and he, and he ripped off, I mean, even with this doctor, he ripped off part of Jack's storyline that's been completely forgotten. Remember the time agency took away parts of his life and he wanted to get him back and they just never fucking talk about it again. I mean, it's the same thing. So, uh, yeah. Look at Jody there. God bless her. She's oh, she's acting up a storm. Uh -huh. Jody, look really, really surprised. Go. Um. Yeah, I've got some good screenshots of her. Where's my favorite? Hang on. I. I oh, did I replace them with uh, Amy Pascal? Did you see Amy Pascal on that Holy screen? Shit, TV? man. This is a yeah. senior executive for a major studio. <laughs> she looks like they just pulled her off the streets of San Francisco, like half dead. Uh, yeah, dude. 
she was she looked high as fuck and i mean it looked like a cocktail of opiates and cocaine to me oh shit yeah but here's the jody pictures my favorite one that's my favorite jody out of all my thumbnails this might be uh <clears throat> as has to share it so he's gone he's on the toilet so we'll see it later but uh yeah um the thing is that they didn't remember anything it was a giant waste of time you're much better off drinker not seeing it i'm sorry you had to see it baller but at least you got to talk to like Jay about it and stuff. Um, I got to talk to you guys about it too. There's there's so many things with now that I've just realized. Like I just don't give a shit anymore. Like Doctor yeah. Who's one of them. I think Picard might be another. Um, Hawkeye's another one. Like uh, you know, people have asked me about that. I'm like, I can't even summon up enough enthusiasm to even watch it. Never mind review it. I just don't care time. about it anymore. It's like I know that I need to watch it at some point, and I'm like, I'll get there at some yeah, point. Yeah. That's what's my Picard review. It's it's um because there's some stuff that's bad that's fun. Like I it's uh with Hawkeye, I know I'm gonna get a little resistance because people are either don't want to see what I see or will disagree with me, which is totally fine. Uh, but I'm I'm actually like with Hawkeye, I'm pointing out stuff that they they did exactly in the comic books that people were criticizing the fucking hell out of and calling SJW fucking marvel and all this stuff i'm I'm all they're doing the exact same thing in the show and some of the critics who said that three years ago about the kate bishop comic book are saying it's not happening in the show when they did it line for line practically so that's entertaining to me but with uh with picard or santa inc it's like this is just ugly it's fucking ugly uh everything about it is is just pure uh, fucking hate it's 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 all about um subversion for subversion's sake that's it and there's nothing fun about that yeah um and it, it kind of feels like that's almost where we got to in in terms of the mcu where they're almost just subverting and, and parodying what they've done before because do you not have things like rogers the musical and stuff where it's just making fun of, of steve and his life um you know that that's just an open satire on what you've already created um, and if that's the stage that you're at, that's the last stage of your genre. That's when it dies out because yep. you've got nothing left to do now except just mock what you've already created and then fade into irrelevancy. Well, they're definitely speed running that fucking. <laughs> they are. In in uh, uh, in three episodes, they made fun of Steve Rogers, uh, made fun of Hawkeye, and made fun of his costume, his original costume. Uh, yeah. Not understanding that comic fans are like, hey, we like that costume. We thought it was pretty fucking cool. Oh, well. I, I noticed, because I think I watched your review, Gary, where you made a point of mentioning, like, yep, they now call him Captain Rogers. He's never referred to as Captain America anymore. Mm, I wonder why. Mm. So that we can embrace the new product that they've created. Wow. Get excited for so, Captain America 4, everyone. Falcon yeah. is going to be leading the leading us into glory. He, he's like Captain America, but with wings. Oh, and they're not even eagle wings; they're fucking falcon wings. That's what's dumb. It's like change him to fucking eagle wings at least, and still doesn't match the power set. Uh, and he doesn't have superpowers, and he doesn't have Stark tech. Uh, so he should be getting killed regularly, but he won't. Um, yeah, it's 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 they've lost their verisimilitude. They've lost their groundedness into the Marvel universe. Uh, when you like, you look at the Avengers, 
And I know Joss Whedon's not the most popular person in the world right now, but the Avengers was still like everything that put this together. It was, <laughs> it, was it was the pieces that put the MCU together in a great fucking movie that I'm back <laughs> for this very day. I'll be honest, Gary. I, I got I missed your point completely. I was distracted. By <laughs> if I ever do another Doctor Who review, that's got to be my thumbnail. <laughs> you can have it. Uh, that is the that I have been picking out Jody thumbnails for years. I th- I'm a bit of an expert at this point. Um, I'll say, I'm not an expert on much, but picking out Jody thumbnails, I can do. This is the best. This is the creme de la creme, and anybody oh, can no. use it. I don't care. Uh, because it's funny. There's one that it's, looks like he's about to suck a dick. Uh, I'm saving that one for last. <laughs> that, that is beautiful. What were you? What was you say something about Avengers? I missed it completely. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I forgot. No, it was a really good movie, and it was the basis for the entire MCU, basically. And it was the yeah. they're still drawing upon it now, and it was its greatness is uh, I think overlooked a lot now, which is kind of sad because people don't like Joss, but uh, uh. Every, everything still comes from this movie. They still had to refer to that movie in Hawkeye. And that was the one good part. Like the one good part is like, Oh, they're, they're showing that this had repercussions. What else had repercussions? Oh, the five-year fucking blip. <laughs> you, you, you know what? what's, uh, you know, what makes me really sad though? Like, is, is it not the case that they're bringing in, um, Kingpin played by Vincent D'Onofrio? Yes. He was, which in the- is, a tragedy because he was like without a doubt one of the best antagonists in Marvel history and played by a fantastic actor and I just know that they're absolutely they're going to butcher him they're going to absolutely you'll be lucky if they butcher him who knows how bad this could get oh Vanessa's going to be the boss and he'll basically be her henchman Um, I was I, I and I brought it up in the video and I watched the scene where he takes off the dude's head with the car door. It's yeah. so fucking it's like it's horrifying and badass all at the same time. And uh his just his reaction afterwards, like, oh, I'm just gonna he just looks at himself in the mirror. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, and it just like I'm rising now and he's ready to go. And uh yeah, there you're not gonna see that in uh in the MCU PG. Please. We're at the point now where it's a bad idea to like anything because they're gonna fucking plug it into the MCU. They're like, no. <laughs> well, d- d- like they get Daredevil back, right? And what are they gonna use him for? To push an Echo series. To push a fucking Echo series. You got a character who can't talk, and you're giving her a. Ser- I mean, that's great, but you're gonna have to surround her with, with, with everything. And we all know why. I mean, can, can we say why we're getting an Echo series? We all know why. Why? Uh, to check a fucking bunch of boxes at once. <laughs> Interesting. It's not like it's a good character from the comics. It's a mediocre character from the comic books that they made even more mediocre in the fucking Hawkeye show. The, but this, this is the thing, right? Because Daredevil's the exact same situation where you've got a character wrestling with a disability, um, but ultimately overcoming it to become this great superhero um, but they do it in a way with Daredevil where it's like, okay, well, he can still communicate in a meaningful way with other people around him and do all the things that a character would do to, to facilitate a good story. So, yeah, like you've already got that. Why do you need to go down a completely different road where it now just actually hampers your ability to emote with this character? I, I don't know. I, I think she'd be fine as a side character if you displayed... See, the, the thing is with TV shows, you don't have enough time to display skills. 
So Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, Bullseye, Echo have specific skills that if you showed them off, like in a real meaningful way, would be interesting to watch. Like uh, th- like uh, Hawkeye or, or Bullseye can kill somebody with a fucking paperclip. You just go, kill you with a paperclip. That's the kind of shit we want to see. But instead, they're just punching each other, right? And then we have Echo, a woman with a prosthetic leg who's deaf, kicking the shit out of Hawkeye, kicking him with his prosthetic leg. Uh, you know, like once Hawkeye figured out that she had a prosthetic leg, he would use, you would definitely use that in a fight for your life. You're going for somebody's weakness. Uh, and you just go for that weakness. Now Hawkeye just gets kicked in the head and runs. Oh, we better run from this formidable echo. And it's just like, oh, God. Hawkeye, who could kill you in so many different fucking ways, imaginable. So many fucking different ways. And he's trying not to kill her. And I get it because uh, she's a, you know, she's a misunderstood villain with motivation. She was uh, previously victimized by the patriarchal culture. And uh, oh, by the why, way, why even why even have villains? Because they're not villains. You no. just got victims. They're not villains. You got victims. Hawkeye killed her father. Uh, you my fucking home. Uh, yeah, who who was a really nice guy who worked for a criminal organization? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, and that's. Didn't it. I, I, I was going to say they changed that from the comic books because it was Kingpin who killed her father. So, and I, Kingpin's in it. So why would you change it? Why would you change it if Kingpin is in it? Unless they change it, and uh, unless they make that bullseye. Unless uh, they make, uh, you know, like have Bullseye put on another costume, which is one of the theories out there. And when Colin Farrell Bullseye would say Bullseye and then point to his Bullseye on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, A more innocent time in filmmaking. I'm I'm okay with that over what the shit I'm seeing. I'd love to see him turn back up. That'd be fucking wonderful. Oh, dude, uh, you know, everybody from uh, they, they can bring the only people they can't bring back is from the Universal. But that, now that they're working with Sony, there's a way they could bring back. They could do Ghost Rider, Daredevil. Totally. And Nicholas Cage would totally do that, surely. Yeah. yeah do it. Fucking bring we, back Affleck as bare as Daredevil. Yeah, bare devil. That's the porno version. Axel Bronze versions come in. That'd be good. I'm down with that. I thought this was Axel Bronze on the fucking screen. Kenzie Taylor showing up. Now we're talking. How wow. Hello. I just, uh, it's just so, it's so depressing. It's tiring. (laughs) It is. It is. It's like, can we get something good? Uh, Oh, stop it. All right. Well, I just watched old. I was watching old Doctor Who. is still good. It's still great. Uh, I can't wait to go over the Christmas specials. I'm looking forward to that. But I, I, I was so because I think um, Bull Trek was talking about this on Twitter. Um, just you know, talking about how he was generally a little bit unhappy with the direction Doctor Who's going. But I was saying to him, like, <laughs> okay, pick pick your uh, pick your top five Doctor Who episodes and and make a video about that. You know, if you want a little bit of a change of pace and you want to lighten up a little bit, then just pick your favorite ones and talk about why you love them so much. Great. You know, you balanced out a little bit and it'll probably make you feel better about the show as well. Yep. It's uh, it's sometimes good to just remember why you, you got into something in the first totally. place. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, right here, we were 
kind of you know spitting, spitting a dummy out about doctor who and then it just turned into a, a gush sesh of what we loved about it and it's about for about an hour we were just talking about our favorite Ooh. episodes why these these doctors worked why this worked why that worked why this show was you know so and it just turned into that and it was really kind of nice and cathartic you know, like Hawkeye, like I, I've had the time to watch it. I just have no drive to. Um, I've been doing lots of editing, and I just decided, you know, I'm gonna have a TV show in the background. What should I do? And I, I just, I just rewatched Breaking Bad. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking just love the show. So, uh, yeah, I'd rather do that because that's kind of like the whole reason I was in this thing of watching stories was because I wanted them to be fucking good. I've, uh, I've been watching Arcane recently, and you know. On this, on a slightly more positive subject, yeah, that's really fucking good. It's like, I think I'm about five episodes in, six episodes in. Frinka, you recommend that too. I'm gonna have to watch it at this point. Yeah, so Everybody far, unless it unless it falls off a cliff at the end. Like, genuinely, I think the characterization is really good. The animation and the acting is gorgeous to look at. Like, the art style is beautiful. Um, and yeah, like the voice acting is great as well. So yeah, so far I'm really enjoying it. Clagger, see if you can find another way out of here. Okay. Hi, Gary. Hi. <laughs> I was looking it up and it just started. <laughs> it it, it's on Netflix, right? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those fuckers. They get They're me. They're fuckers. Of course. Stupid fuckers. Oh, it's fuckers. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I, I'm going to go check that out over the holidays. Most I don't know that I've seen out. something more recommended. Like it beat out Squid Game almost straight away for people's glowing recommendations. It was insane. Really? Yeah, like it, I I got a lot of recommendations for Squid Game, but this thing, this arcane, whatever it is, and so many people in the fucking EFAP audience, like guys, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. We're just like, ah, maybe. <laughs> I, I know nothing. I know nothing about League of Legends as well, so it's just purely. I'm, I'm going me, into it blind. I actually do know a lot about League of Legends. I don't know that that'll matter because it's, you know, other than like game references here and there, it's probably completely different in yeah. terms of like. Yeah. I mean, I think the the world building is such that like I've never had a problem understanding, you know, what the state play is or anything. They mentioned Summoner's Rift. We could figure it out. I was just asking if they did to, to drink it, but he went all silent. Uh, I was just racking my brains. I don't think I remember it. Wow. I don't think anyone mentioned it. Betrayed the source. Uh, yeah, I just, um, you know, I'm interested to check it out at some point. Everyone keeps recommending it. Somebody came in the private chat, I guess, with the link. I didn't see that until now. Uh, big gay. <laughs> big gay. <laughs> big gay. Yeah, that was one of the people that came in, yeah. Oh no, they've rumbled us. We've all got the big gay. Uh, we all got the big gay going. Yay. Somebody called that's me. That's how I described the force in my TLJ rant video, the first one. And people were just like, why are you calling it that? Do you hate gay people? <laughs> I was like, no. Oh. It's the big gay. Just the big gay. <laughs> big gay. Big gay, yeah. Hey, somebody called me their favorite gr- gay streamer yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. Why not? Uh, yeah, do uh, it looks pretty cool. It does. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out. I just don't know if it, any of it's going to be. I think Spider Man at least will be fun. At least they'll try. Uh, although I can't stand some of the additional characters like Zendaya and stuff. Well, but, maybe she'll die in this one. One can hope. You can only hope. Yep. 
Uh, yeah, I, I, the thing that put me off was when they were just mocking Octavius. Yeah. Like when they got him imprisoned, and he's like, "My name is Otto Octavius," and then like, <laughs> "Funny name, dude." Uh, don't do that. I just want him to kill all of them, though. I would have gone. You're, you're four foot eight, and you're laughing at me. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and actually, all the dialogue from the trailer was a bit suspect. The Scooby Doo thing. I was like, uh, uh, yeah. Please, please be better in the actual film. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. Uh, when Zendaya says you have to say please. It's like <laughs> I, if I was strange, I would just blink you out of existence <laughs> at that point. Yeah. It's like, Literally, anyone else have any face. fucking questions for me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and if you open your mouth, little man, I'm gonna make you forget about her. <laughs> <laughs> I won't fuck this spell up twice in a row. <laughs> Well, it's MCU uh, strange, so maybe. Okay, let's get into some super dupers. Uh We've had a bit of a chit chat. Let's get into some. Uh, Herpy Ho- Derpy Hodgington with a two dollars says, "How's Man of Steel by Burn? Uh, excellent, and uh, for all seasons, uh, very good, v- fucking uh, great by Tim Sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good man, a man for the seasons, Jeff- and Jeff Loeb." Uh, Cell and Loeb, they do. I mean, they were the people that did Long Halloween and such. Yep. So, you know, they are awesomes. I uh, Mark's gone. Why they, they broke up. Like, they, the, the last thing they were going to do was Captain America. I think it was called White. <laughs> well, they did, they did the new Long Halloween thing. They did. Together. So, they got for a long time, they were, I think Tim Sale got in a doghouse of some kind. I, I never knew what, what it was, but like, yeah, he never finished the Captain America story, or they finished it late. Uh, it wasn't finished by the time I sold my store. Honestly, I haven't thought about it. But they were such a good team together. Very much so. Uh, Marksman of one one seven B with two dollars says tracksuit mob is based off Gopnik meme. All right then. All right. Okay. okay. Moving on. Yep, there were tracksuit Draculas in the book. Um. Wolf Vermilion with a ten pound says, "Did you guys watch? And what did you think of the Gray? It's random. Uh, the ending being in darkest pit and facing sure death, but still deciding to fight for his life, even though he tried to end before. It's so strong for me. I mean, I like the fact that he chose broken miniature bottles like sellotape to his hands to fight them off. So yeah, I, I approve of that one." Uh, Grey is one of the best movies I've been made. It's got a fucking top-notch <clears throat> script. Subtext in that movie is fucking incredible. It's a movie that I appreciated more when I saw it a second time, realizing it's not about Liam Neeson action star battling wolves. That's, that's really not what that film's about. It was marketed that way, though, unfortunately. Yeah, it was marketed like Liam Neeson's just going killing around, killing wolves in a wood. Snowy wood, yeah. It's like okay. this unique set of skills. I will find you, Wolfie, and I will <laughs> kill you. Oh. Okay. Oh no! Family been taken. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Do this. Do some super chats and remind me to go back to talk about George Perez. Very sad news. Oh, George Perez hasn't passed, isn't he? He's he's going to. Um, he has oh. three pain. He's gonna. He's got six months to live. He's got stage three pancreatic cancer. Somebody just shot it to me on Facebook. Oh, that sucks. Artists who ever lived uh, did uh, fucking uh, the Teen Titans. Uh, did that JLA Avengers I was talking about? Did the Avengers? Uh, he's done. He's a, a fucking legend. 
So he did yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earths, apparently. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wolfman Perez. Yeah. Sixty-seven as well. Yep. Thanks, Peter Noble. Let me know. Uh, he's he's there's uh, there's a there's a bigger innings to be had, really, isn't there? Yep. Sixty-seven is not. It's not the right time. It's not the right time at all. No, oh, no, dude, my dad died when he was sixty-three. It's too young. It's too young. Especially when it's like ten years away from me, little bar. But George Perez, yeah, I hope a, like a, a miracle happens. But pancreatic is bad. That's what uh, what Bill Hicks had. Uh, I think Andy. Uh, oh, why am I blanking on his name now? Guy from Taxi. Uh, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. I think he had that pancreatic's the one that gets you. Quickly. Yeah, uh, Satori Khan. We were speaking about him yesterday on the um, Perfect Blue. He was the director of Perfect Blue and uh, and others. And he again, he another pancre- uh, pancreatic cancer. Just found found out from the doctor and was told six months. Yeah, cancer can go suck a dick. Yeah, fuck cancer in every one of its fuck holes. If can just pick up a bunch of George Perez stuff and read it and mm. uh, yeah, enjoy like like what good he brought into the world because he brought a lot of fucking good into the world. So uh Daily Dose with a five dollar. God, I really hope that this super chat's just normal. Uh can't <laughs> wait to see Spider-Man next week. Hopefully, Uncle Boy Jr. doesn't stop Tom from beating the villain on his own like he did in Homecoming and Far From Home. Hi, Mola. Well, that made me sense. <laughs> Who? What? I, I, I'm reading verbatim. That's all I can do. Can't I... wait to see Spider-Man next week. Hopefully, Uncle Boy Jr. doesn't mm-hmm. stop Tom. So that's Spider-Man. Right. Be- Uncle Boy Jr., so who's Uncle Boy Who? Jr.? Oh, that would be that would that. Oh, so they're saying Uncle Boy is Sam Raimi Spider Man. Get it? Because because Iron Iron Junior, Iron Boy Junior, whatever. Uncle Boy Junior. I'm following now. Sorry. I, okay. I um, for a bit. From um, beating the villain on his villain on his own, like he did in Homecoming. Well, I mean, he beat Vulture on his own, right? Yeah. And far from home, he beat Mysterio, he, but he's—I he, he, don't know if you—I don't know if you'd call that on his own. He had some help from Happy. I would say on his own. I mean, Happy provided a new costume. Well, I'm—I'm I'm saying I—I don't—I'm happy for Happy. <laughs> I'm happy for Happy to help in terms of saving MJ and the others. You know, but, uh, but uh, point being, I'm, I'm imagining. I don't. I don't mind the idea that the three Spider-Man work together at the end of the, you know, to defeat whatever they're defeating at the end of this film. I, I'm okay I, with that. I would, I would like it if they did it that way, rather than mm. work together. Spider-Man just doing out. it by himself. Yeah, like, I don't. I want them to have a viable purpose in the story. I don't want them to just be there for a cameo. I just. I worry about that moment where uh, Tobey Maguire says to Tom Holland, "With great power comes great responsibility." I don't know how I'm going to take that. In terms of just you know, like, no. Oh. I'll tell you what I want, Mower. I want to see all three Spider-Man beating the shit out of the bad guy 
and then a, a female character watching them and just going, <laughs> damn, boys get it done. Oh. <laughs> oh. I want to see all three Spider-Men beat the shit out of Zendaya. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> next super chat. Oh, it's uh, like she's falling uh, off a building and it's like, are you going to save her? Nah, you do it. <laughs> nah, I'm busy. <laughs> it's just their fault. Uh, <laughs> I would, but it's Sunday. The theater's going to go absolutely nuts. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like something you've never seen before. It, it, you're going to see people cheering and they'll be happy. That's good. That's and then good. Seth Rogen and Sarah Silver are going to come no. in and tell everyone to stop. No. <laughs> this is white power being presented on a screen in a patriarchal society that puts down no. Jewish elves. Um, you, well, you, you know, what the problem with Santa Inc. is is you've, your main character is voiced by Sarah Silverman, who has a voice like somebody Short being board. anally raped to death by a hyena or something like that. I am. Um, no, I, I genuinely struggle. Yes. Right. If you had to, if you had to listen to one person for all eternity, would it be Aquafina or Sarah Silverman? Because oh, that is a tough dude, fucking choice. Horrific. Oh, that's oh. I'd have to. I'd, oh, Aquafina, Marvel's Katie. Really? Yeah, I'd, I'd rather live. Yeah, I'd rather like a smoker than a fire yeah. alarm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the one. Oh my god, my favorite one of my favorite EFAP moments is Shad fucking losing his shit over Marvel Katie learning archery in like a second. I, I need to use that clip. It's so fucking good. He's like, no fucking way. <laughs> she's amazing though, dude. Oh, you know? Yeah. It's what they do. Women just so good at everything. And then he starts getting into the 30 pound boat. Like like it's hilarious. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I knew when I got to that part, I was just like, Shad, take it away. I, I ain't going <laughs> to get to the point. <laughs> take it away, Shad. Uh, take 610 with a $5. Says, Getting Middle Earth Ultimate Collector's Edition in 4K this week to go with my new 4K projector and 135-inch screen. Giggity, giggity. Nice flex, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Have you guys, thank God it's a super chat in which he's flexing. Uh, have you guys watched in 4K? I I have them in 4K. I don't have the capacity to watch them in 4K yet, but I have them. What? I, I haven't don't got a 4K. I have them in 4K, and I have two different capacities to watch them in 4K. As we must join our powers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> we can make we the infinity call. Join our powers together, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. In high definition, no less. In 4K. In 4K. Uh, Kretosis with the 20 Canadians says, started watching Doctor Who again last night. Oh. Uh, due to you guys talking about it, started with the ninth Doctor's run, dropped off after the 50th anniversary, didn't realize how much I missed this show. Sad to know it crashes and burns. Yep. I mean, yeah. It's, uh... Dude, Doctor Who at its best is like the best of TV in terms of just, you've oh. got everything in there. It's the, everything you can ever want entertainment you'll find it in there if you have people who give a fuck because oh man when they revived it you had so many people who were passionately invested trying to resurrect a show that was dead and they did it 
they pulled it off. It was really tough because I'm assuming you guys know, like, there's a troubled production even for the first season. Oh like, yeah, you know, and like just working their asses off, and you have all this like the primary actors for both nine and ten just like desperately trying to make sure that their performances can distract anybody from you know awkward Slitheen costumes or uh, stories that take place in one room. Like the, but they did it. They actually did it. And then some other people come in like, yeah, we'll take over and we'll have all this budget. Here we go. And then it's just like in the toilet, and they're like, Russell, please save us, <laughs> desperately, please. Yeah, they not only yeah. they brought they they did the impossible by bringing a show back, uh, you know, like Battlestar Galactica did, but then they, but they did something Battlestar Galactica didn't. It was in universe yeah. and made it more popular than it ever was, than it ever was. Yeah, and that is that's unthinkable. You can't, most people cannot, most corporations can't pull that off. So I, I think they had they had such a, an uphill battle just to make it come back in a way that was not ridiculous and not campy and silly, huh. because you know you you look back through a lot of the history of Doctor Who and obviously they were hamstrung by low budgets and stuff and you know you can look at some of the older episodes the costumes looked a bit goofy and you know things like the uh, the sea devils and stuff and they're rising up out the water and one of their heads is on the wrong way and stuff it, it's all just like <laughs> yeah. low budget and but it, it was it was it was done in a kind of a serious way but like when they brought it back they had enough money and enough resources to make it somewhat serious and they they had it so that they could have things like the daleks presented as a genuine threat um, and i always remember that that kind of bit where one Dalek gets brought back and, and people are shooting at it and you get this slow motion shot of a bullet that's just approaching the Dalek's outer shell and it just kind of vaporizes when it hits mm. its force field. Just a cool way of showing stuff that you could never have done before. And I just thought that things like that were just great towards building an actual threat uh, in, in all these enemies that are just had been kind of laughable before. And I think and the Chris show Brickleson. did such a great job at doing all that. Excellent just keeps like portraying fear, like the whole episode of this thing, and like how he's desperate to erase it before it can hurt anyone, and then realizing that's not at all what he's supposed to be about because he's become that from the time war and stuff. Loads of layers to this instead of just, you know, I, I can't even, I, there's nothing for me to grasp in the new episodes at all. Like, you know, we make fun of it and stuff, but like genuinely, I don't even know if there's a story being told. No, the, the through line is is so freaking good. And, you know, I was watching uh, where uh, Doctor's dropping off Rose for the final time at Bad Wolf Bay, and he's dropping off the Metacrisis Doctor. And he's like, hey, you know, that's me when we first met. That, that's, you know, that that's just full of rage and vengeance. And, and you see mm. the arc just in three seasons, four seasons. You see that little arc come through even at the end. Uh, and you know, there's, yeah, it, it, the, the journey's end has, it's like when they're all flying the TARDIS and they're like looking at the camera, I still love all that shit and the TARDIS towing the fucking earth. That's brilliant. Uh, and fun and gone and gone. It's, it, it, and it, it, I think Baller, what you're trying to say is it didn't have to be, they could have, you know, it's never going to be as good as those first four seasons. That shit was magic, but you definitely didn't have to derail it this hard, especially no. with renews itself every three or four years yeah just for fuck's sake can we please start giving these ips back to people who care about them please uh no because uh people that care about them uh aren't bothered about the message they're more interested in the entertainment 
And the BBC is all about the message now. And so the BBC probably, although Chibnall's going, they're probably just like so proud of, of what he did uh, with, with the Doctor. Why did they bring back the, cla- the quote-unquote classic Suntarans? Like, for what reason? They, they didn't even uh, like, go from a different time or something. Or the, I mean, they just did it to say they brought back the classic Suntarans. Think of a reason? Because the redesign wasn't terrible. I thought it was fine. I thought it was actually an improvement. But, uh, yeah. Because uh, it was RTD that did that. And he needs to put his stamp because he's an egotistical twat. Okay. I can buy that. I actually can. I don't know much about Chris Chibnall. He doesn't do a ton of interviews. And there's a good reason why he's not a great speaker. Um, Dude, Moffat gave too many interviews, I think. Uh, And Russell T. Davies was great. He's great in interviews. He's charming. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, we just never saw that from this regime because they fell back on, oh, it'll just be easier to to insult our audience than actually ingratiate ourselves to them. You know, knowing knowing when they went into this, knowing that it wasn't fair, that she was going to get more criticism than any male any male character they had to know that jody had to know that and they had to know that well i could fight this or i could ingratiate myself for one that's (laughs) that's indefensible like you you, hey at least the people who criticized her like myself would have gone hey at least she tried but no she didn't watch the show she she threw shade at the show multiple times that and that's why i'm critical of her she can yeah male gaze i i I very much agree and i've I've said this before in that it's pretty easy to win people over by de-escalating the situation and you take away their reason to be angry and Mm -hmm. so yeah like you say i think it was inevitable that when they announced the first female doctor there's going to be a proportion of people who are going to roll their eyes and just go oh here we go it's the pc brigade here to ruin the fun you know and and She's kind of saddled with that, regardless of what she'd done from that point. But she could have at least diffused it by just saying, "Look, I'm not here to I'm not here to push politics. I'm not here to like ruin anyone's fun. I just want to do a good job. I just want to do the best um, performance I can as the Doctor, and tell we just want to tell good stories, um, and hopefully you like it. And just just give it a chance and see how it goes. It, it's pretty hard to be pissed off with someone when they've got an attitude like that." Because it's 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 just saying like I'm just here to to try and do the best I can, you know. But instead, like you say, she goes down that road of saying, "Well, the the previous incarnations of Doctor Who they they celebrated the white male gaze and it was all terrible and and uh, it was all uh, prejudice and and all the rest of it." And I'm here to make it better, you know. How do you think people are going to react to that? <sighs> that kind of arrogant attitudes, like immediately you're going to turn people off. And she did, and it's just, it was it was done then. Uh, I, I I think it was very I think it was highly unlikely this was going to work, but they had to work at it. They had to put a ton of work into it, and they didn't do it. Like from watching just this season and Jay's video covering the twelve and thirteen was it or eleven and twelve? I don't even know. Um, there seems to be a particular format to the way Chibnall like makes episodes. I'm so tired of it, and I haven't even watched all of it. You know what I mean? Like, 
at the very fucking least, can we have a different taste of bad? Yeah, his, his I'm very bored of him. His thing is, I think it's uh, I, there's an episode with Matt Smith that he wrote that really just perfectly is a is a great example of his writing. Uh, it's called The Power of Three, where interesting concept comes in, which is the doctor who is always traveling and always running is forced to stay in one place for a year and live with Rory and Amy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Then they got this, you know, this this box. That every, it's, it's literally a box. It's a mystery box thing that gives people heart attacks. It's an interesting concept. You got these guys with the box. <laughs> it's out, a vaccine. And they wrap everything up in five minutes, and it makes no fucking sense at the end. That's a Chibnall episode. And that's the best possible Chibnall episode. And that's what he does over I, what Waller's talking about. That's what he does over and over again. It's like absolute chaos and carnage to solve everything that he set up. And then he's just like, the credits, next one. Yep. You're like, I'm sorry, what? I don't so, feel like anything was resolved in the flux shit, by the way. No, <laughs> nothing was. Nope. I, I love how we've been going for about 15 minutes on one super chat. <laughs> like, whoever that person was, damn, yeah. they got their money's worth out of us. <laughs> uh, yes. Cretosis. Uh, ben Shapiro's TikTok face for five pounds says, as everyone knows, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But what, my dear gentlemen, is more of a Christmas movie, Die Hard or Die Hard 2? Well, Die Hard 2's got actual snow in it. Yeah. Lots so of it's snow. a tricky one. It is. Um, I have to rewatch them to be sure. I can't just well, know. I, I, watched, I think I watched Die Hard 2 recently for Drinker. Well, not too long ago. About no, it was last, I think it was last Christmas we did this. Yeah, last Christmas, yeah. We, we talked about it. And honestly, I've come to the conclusion I really like it a lot more than I remember. Mm. I think Die Hard 2 is a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why people hate it so much. Why do people hate it at all? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like uh, it's like Ghostbusters 2. People are just like, oh, it's nowhere near as good as the original, so it's shit. It's like, no, there's a bit of middle ground here. It's not as good as the original, yeah. but it's still all right. It's still all right. Totally. Well, Patrick shows up in that film, right? Die, Die Hard's yeah. a better yes. film. It's Die Hard, as, as much as I like Die Hard 2, Die Hard is much better. Like, it's a great, it's a classic film. Uh, I, I think I, I watch Batman Returns as a Christmas film, too. I, I don't think people take that one as seriously as Die Hard, but I do. Um, and yeah. Watch Die Hard. My son has we, not. We could we, we could honestly have a really good stream talking about the Tim Burton Batman movies because I think there's, there's a lot you could say about those films, and it would be really interesting to go back and look at them now in light of things like the MCU. Yes, it's interesting how much of a template they were for a lot of things with a guy who just wasn't in the comic books, who was given probably the most important comic book film of its time at its time. Batman had been talked about forever as a as a little kid fan. I, I thought it would come out right after Superman. They had talked about it. They had made a script. They had they were like you know Donner's people were going to be involved, and it just never fucking happened. Uh, so when Batman came, it was like massive hype, and like it, despite like Tim Burton, guy who did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay, Michael Keaton. Oh shit, really? All right. Jack Nicholson. All right, we're good. And and then uh, <laughs> like that's uh, I you know it's it's a clunky movie. The first one is not edited very well. It's got horrible transitions in it, but it's still like I love what they did in that movie. I love how they set Gotham in this timeless 
Uh, I wish they would do Go- that. Gotham in that is the most most Gothamy Gotham that's ever Gothamed yep. in the Tim Burton movies. Like it's just beautiful to look at. I'm hoping to see a Gotham for real in the Batman. Is that just what it's called, right? The Batman. Yep. Gotham's a character. Like the Enterprise is a character. Like the TARDIS is a character. Gotham is a character in Batman, and it needs to be treated as such. Um, and you know the first Matrix film. We still all like the first Matrix film, right? So the city that they're in, whatever city that was, uh, was this timeless city. Like it had, you know, you couldn't tell if it was uh, 2001 or or 19, you know, or 1970 or 1980. You couldn't really tell. I wish they would do that more, in especially in DC. I think that would be uh, something that'd be more fun. It's harder because you have to create a whole new thing. Uh. You ever seen Dark City? You guys seen Dark City, right? Oh, yeah. I love Dark City. That's another one of those movies that kind of takes a timeless city, has some fun with it. Richard it's O'Brien. Crazy fucking movie, that one. Yeah, it is. Hello. How was your Hello. How's your butt? <laughs> How's your ass? <laughs> really, really stinging. Did you crack uh-huh. the toilet bowl? No. <laughs> But I'm trying. Despite your best efforts, I'm trying real hard. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like sat, sat sort of like slightly forward, so it's like alleviating uh, the pain. Great! Now that we talked about my fucking sphincter, yay! Truxenhausen uh, with a ten dollars says hi, as Gary and Mauler and the Drinker. Uh, who just got to 1 million subscribers? You are truly a legend and a great man. All of you, and proud to be a follower. P.S. Hawks a legend. Thank Over. you, Chuxenhouse and Hawk is Hi. indeed a legend. Totally agree. Uh, Jahoo! With a 100 checks says, Hello, as Nerd Roddick and Mr. Millionaire. Uh, this would uh, this stream would be surely great. It already has. It already, ah, you see, there's a problem, Ms. Marvel. Yep, this is the last of her last days too. Right before it turns into this. E. Yeah. God, what year was that? Oh, the Marvel app was around. I remember that damn Marvel app. Too too long ago. Um, Benjamin Flensburg with a 14 Danish hot dog. Uh, Benjamin Gaskill with a 20 pound says, Congrats to the drinker. A million subs are richly deserved. Thanks for keeping us entertained in these barren times, you inebriated Scottish legend. Keep up the Thank- good work, guys. You are all appreciated. Thank you. Go away now. Going out, yeah. Captain Hindsight with a 14 Norwegian hot dog. Uh, Andrew Clark with a $2. Captain Marvel can now imitate Green Lantern powers. Uh, in the series, she's going to. Yeah, that's essentially what her series powers are going to be. What? Instead of. Uh, mm. Why? <laughs> because. Having flexy big hands is shit. Uh, yeah, that's also Reed Richards. Yeah, but he can. And do he's it. coming. 
you can do is with his dick, and that's why he gets oh. that hot ass invisible woman. Yeah. Just just a little bit. Oh like Namor's always like, What is he? I got swimmers bod. What has he got yeah. that I got? She's all think about it. Think about it, dude. Nice boy. Think about it. He whatever I need, whatever there. size, whatever width, whatever length, <laughs> wherever I need it to go, it's going. You know what they say about a guy with stretchy hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ms. Marvel. Oh yes. Uh Andrew Clark. Uh no, we just had him. Jester of Roanoke with a two dollar says Gary likes talking to the floor more than us. When he, when he, do, this, when he do this, Gary. When do this. Oh, when I go when I yeah. go something up would you like me to take my mic with me i can kind of do it <laughs> yeah hey, hey. it's got me and gina can go over there ladies oh my, yeah, there's my girl. damn gina's flexible yeah. <laughs> that's what i've always wanted to hear uh spy 721 with a ten dollar says i'm so happy that this comic show has credibility of the mystery of all comics mauler the Islander as, okay, and the gorgeous Gary featuring the straight edge drinker of milk. Oh no, that's an alternative <laughs> universe. Four <laughs> of my favorites. There's a mirror universe where I'm stone cold sober. Yeah. <laughs> straight edge drink, straight edge, oh, what? Straight edge cynic, I guess there'd yeah. be. I'm a straight edge cynic. I don't do drugs. Or alcohol or anything. Or I deplore uh, strippers. <laughs> no, he'd be. Well, yeah, let's he'd, not go too too far. Okay. Yeah. He'd, he'd be the sober praiser, right? I mean, what's the opposite of criticism? Yeah, like, just defending the shit out of the Last Jedi. Well, would he be sober at that point? <laughs> oh, <laughs> these are dark times, indeed. That, that, that's a horrifying alternate universe, though. Mahler yeah. guy. I mean, this is going to sound vague as hell. Sorry. Who's the guy who's got the real serious voice that fucking like defends the fuck out of the, the last Jedi. Uh, you've done a video on him. He's got a pretty deep voice, so he doesn't sound all soy. What is his name? I can't remember. Damn it. I feel like we've covered like 20 people who fit yeah. that. <laughs> that. Like if you hear the sound of their voice, they can sound convincing, but then they realize they're defending the last Jedi and you're like, holy shit. Oh no. I forgot his name now. You've had him on EFAP before too. Um, oh, is it Major Lee you're talking about? Yes, Major Lee. That's it. His yeah. video, the back when he first made it, loads of people were like, this is the video that kind of explains it to people who don't understand the movie. And then we, we watched it and we were like, this was fucking appalling. One of his arguments is you get to look at women. What? <laughs> yeah, just... Hey, that's, I think that EFAB is like EFAB 19 or something. That's one of the earliest ones. It's early days. Early days. That was the whole thing. Um, what an interesting creator. He, I think he tried to make like another video on a bunch of... Uh, Different like vloggers and stuff, including I think some of the stuff from you guys. I'm not sure, but Mr. Sure. Lee doesn't know what he's doing. Majorly, rather, doesn't know what he's doing with his life. I think. No. No. He, no. No. He'll figure it out. Need to really. I don't think he liked uh, Revenge of the. Sorry, Return of the Rise of the Skywalker. That's the one. <laughs> no, you got it right Re first time. Revengeance of the Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> 
I woke a big sad. That's what that was called. <laughs> Skywalker Big Sad. That'd be a great name for it. Skywalker Big Sad. Episode 9. Eek! All, all Disney gotta do is just remove the numbers from them. 7, 8, and 9. And then just put them in to that parallel universe. And then yeah, it could that... be a Star Wars Legends yeah. situation. Yeah, do a do a thing like that. Uh, the drinker's time, ladies and gentlemen, at the bar is up, I'm afraid. Uh, so, drinker, before you do go again, what a massive congratulations on a million subs, dude. Uh, very well earned. Uh, and people, please, throughout the whole stream, the linked, the linked chat is uh, not to hear anymore, but uh, <laughs> to go to the uh, the drinker's pre-order for his plushies so please 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 go check that out you started on uh 613 we're up to 719 now oh shit it's climbing rapidly now so that's all because of you guys yeah. give me some promotion here no oh, thank you i appreciate it we'll push them we'll we'll flog these people in the chat oh yeah flog them hard uh but is there anything you'd like to plug away sir well, uh, on Thursday, I'm going to be doing an open bar to end all open bars. So everyone that I've ever had on my channel is going to be invited. Um, and we'll just get as many people as we can. I've got a bottle of champagne there, and I'm not Ooh. going to stop until I've drunk it all. Uh, so that'll be on Thursday night about 9 o'clock British time. So work that out for where you are in the world. Uh, my next review I'm working on at the moment because I watched Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City for oh. some reason. <laughs> Now I don't feel as bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I am going to review that. Well, that was an experience. So that might be out tomorrow, hopefully. <gasps> I'm excited. Excellent. Uh, thank you so much, dude, for uh, for popping on, mate. And I'll see you on Thursday. Thank you very uh, much, my friends. And uh, have a great remainder of the stream. I think I'll have to get a bottle of champers myself and join you. Nice one. I appreciate it. All right, cool. Well, I'll catch you on Thursday then. Okay, dude. Right. I'm oh, going to go away now. Go away now. Easy. Congrats, man. <laughs> what a nerd. Uh, yeah, what a dork. What a million subs, whatever. Pretentious. Flat. <laughs> what, is, what is a million anyway? Like a couple hundred? <laughs> it's uh, 720,000 more than me. <laughs> Yeah, which is like a couple hundred. It's fine, you know? Fine. Yeah. Blink and I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he's so good. He's so fucking good. He deserves every every little bit of his success. Yeah. Um, his videos are just absolutely fantastic, man. Um, yeah, look forward to uh to Thursday. And that uh Raccoon City review, that's gonna be fucking awesome. It's gonna be brilliant. And I didn't get I don't give a fuck about that franchise, the video game or anything, but I want to watch his video. That's how good drinker is. And you see what this is? This is called being happy for a friend. Mm. He's happy for a friend. This isn't envy or any of that bullshit. Like we're genuinely, genuinely like this guy deserves it. He's fucking good. And he's a good guy. And mm. real like hell for him. Yeah. Uh, and, and who gives a fuck uh, about anything else? Really? Uh, it's, that, that's Dark side filters. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just natural that you're jealous of other people who are doing better than you. No. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, no not that, yeah, that's actually unnatural. 
Uh, because I hate to break this to a- any of us, but there's a lot of people on this planet doing a lot better than us. Mm. A lot fucking yeah. better. A lot more successful. A lot smarter. Uh, fucking, it's just the way it is. I, I'm happy to be like middle of the road. I call that a win. Uh, but Jesus, I, I, it's, I, I, he blew up and especially recently. And honestly, I'm wondering what took people so long. I think he should have been there a a while ago, but uh, no no fault of his at all. I just used to, uh, comment on his videos going, dude, you're going to be massive. You know, you're just going to be fucking massive. Uh, I was just waiting for that, that moment that people cotton on and it just goes zoom. And well, now he has, and it's, Fucking a million subs. Fuck yeah. We're, we're totally like the Fuck douchey. Yeah. Like we were into drinker before anybody knew. Yeah. Him. Like Ritz Hoods in his drinking for any of you fuckers were. Okay. <laughs> I remember I first spotted him when he was, he was doing like these like parodies, right? Like he was doing uh, ironic videos. Like, oh, The Last Jedi is very well written. You know, it's got mm. such a great characters in it with such great art. That sort of shit. And I think the first time I ever heard of him was someone linked me being like, he's defending TLJ, this channel. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't think, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's Captain Marvel. One of those is fucking amazing. So good. Yeah. Well, and I think what happened was he started to actually like, a lot of people were watching those and like having fun with them. And then he was like, oh wait, something's just come out that I actually want to praise. I criticize it? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, that's the problem with sarcasm on the internet, Mahler. Yeah. We, uh, I think he just started to gradually switch over and then he was just like, fuck it. I'll just say what I think about stuff. Yep. And no, um, We'll say us Brits, uh, depending on what accent roulette you have, it can real help out sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it does. And, and I think his accent is definitely one people find really fun. Yep. And you bring sarcasm and you know how to do sarcasm that people can understand. Uh, because let's just say that sometimes there's lower common denominators on the internet who like, unless you go, this is, I had to actually say it in my video. I fucking hate that. But I'm like, this is my favorite scene. Uh, that was sarcasm, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Was, you just said it was your favorite scene. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Let's please, get, away with it more. get a get a plushie. Pre-order a plushie of his. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got two. Ours will be coming soon. Ours will be next. Maybe up. you gotta stand. Ah! I gotta stand up. Fucking ah! <laughs> ah! killing me, dude. Facts, get me. Ah. Uh. Oh, I've had. Oh dear. Back, back. Um. Back pain. Worst pain. Uh, JB24 with a seven Canadian says, did you get my concepts? I know they're garbage, so no need to show, but I worked hard on them. Is that for I, the, the, which one? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, was it for the, was it the guy who did the Doctor Who thing on the curator? Because uh, I saw that page and I thought it was quite good. And I respond, I gave it a little heart. I responded to it. I don't know if that's the same guy though. Yeah, I and I do not recognize the name at all. So, ah, uh, Overkill one six one with a one dollar super sticker of a poopy emoji. Um, it's kind of. I wish it was poop. Oh no! Oh, it's more. Shart. Flo- flowing. 
Shardy. crying poop. Shardy. Shard, shard. Yeah, it's, it's essentially, yeah. Hmm. Well, well done. Jimmy Tummies are fun, by the way. What did you eat? Uh, I, I, you know, honestly, all I had uh, yesterday was a, uh, a chicken and stuffing sandwich and a, and a BLT in the morning, a little bacon, lettuce, and tomato on, on some rye in the morning. And that is it. That's all I had on, yesterday. Maybe there's something on your tomato. The, uh, the raw raw veggies and stuff or fruit sorry uh can can be nasty sometimes if it's not washed properly or it's uh what they did at the store because everything else sounds kind of innocuous man mm. so, uh, yeah it's just blt dude yeah it's so, nothing okay. oh yeah what is that it was that lobster thermidor uh that i that i had that uh, i've never had or no it's just like i, I don't know Maybe the fake BBC did a chemical attack. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I bet they did. Those bastards. I bet that's what it was. Um. I, mm, had a bowl of cereal as well. Was it out of date? No, Is no, it- no. Real the cereal was the cereal was purchased on uh a little gremlins in it, little gremlin people inside the cereal. Probably cow, cow milk. I did have cow milk with it, so maybe the milk, but the milk was fresh on Saturday as well. As long as that's from your own cow, yeah. Well, from the supermarket's cow. Yeah. Oh, as you should have your own cow. I'd like a cow. Really don't have the space here. In Texas, you can have Everybody a cow. Has a room cow. <laughs> Come to Texas. No, we got Texas cows guys. for you. Cows that you can have in your back garden. I want all no, my it's just in your room. I want, you want a cow in my room? Mm-hmm. Don't if you don't do it, you're a coward. Just saying. You're a coward. Yeah, I I I didn't want to point it out. You know, it's just so subtle in its excellence, but. Yeah, it's just milk on tap then, isn't it? A nice sure. little great grazing yeah. field in the room. And it'd be warm. You Brits like your beer warm, so you probably like your fucking... I don't milk. like my beer warm. Get your pint. That, that is, that's so yeah. slander. You, you Americans like your biggest yeah, frozen... Yeah, that, that is, that is a, a stereotype, which is not true. Dude, I love a cold beer. Dude, beer's got to be cold, man. Yeah, You're thinking know. of bitter. Bitter is a different. It's different altogether. Lager and bitter. Bitter, baby. Two, two different things. I, I, I gotta. If I have a largey, it's got to be a chilled lager. It's got to be cold. Can't have that room. No room temperature lager. When I was walking around in London, this isn't beer, but in your coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Because it's you know it's cool in London. It's like San Francisco, right? So uh, when it's hot, it's rare. So you guys mm-hmm. don't have a lot of air conditioning or refrigeration. No. It was like ninety degrees, and there was a tuna sandwich like oh. thing for all all fucking day. Uh, I was like, God, yeah, refrigerate a little bit. At least they do in San Francisco, although it's not necessary because it's usually pretty chill, cold there, and uh, poopy. And- 
I wouldn't go anywhere near fish on a hot day. No way. I get to go back to San Francisco on Thursday. You go anywhere near hot yeah. on a fish day? Yeah, no. Do I go anywhere wet? I went to... You go anywhere hot on a fish day? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you go anywhere fish on a hot day? I'll fish on a hot day. I'll fish, but I won't eat it. I'll catch them, but I won't eat them. Wait, what? Yeah. what, what just anyway, in general? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Why like not? Oh, oh, really? I don't like seafood. Yeah, I'll eat. Okay, I'll eat. Um, It, it makes no sense. So don't it's it's uh I'll eat the battered fish like fish and chips. I'll eat that and I'll have a tuna sandwich. I have to make the tuna sandwich. I will not eat a tuna sandwich prepared in any restaurant or anything. I have to make it myself. Uh that's seafood I will touch. What if Az makes it? No, I have to make it. Um what if I made a beautiful sea bass that was laying on top of a bed of mash with a couple of uh grilled asparagus on top? And some roasted pine nuts. And a plum. No. No? No. Dude, Dude I like fucking that. love that. Nope. I love making that a little... Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that. And no crustaceans either. I don't eat things that... Well, most things that uh, don't swim in their own poop and drink their own pits. <laughs> <laughs> and walk on the ground and bottom feeders and stuff. Yeah, That are just giant bugs. No thanks. I was probably either. I love, I love seafood. Odds do too. So, yeah, I love. Yeah. I love shrimp. I love prawn. <laughs> I love prawn. I love prawn and shrimp. So shrimp. I love shrimp. <laughs> you want to try the shrimp? That sounds wonderful. I want the shrimp soup, please. Excuse me, sir. You heard me. I want the shrimp soup. I like shawarma, and I didn't know what it was until I saw the Avengers. <laughs> oh my god! Did you... <laughs> I'll see if I can find this on my Twitter timeline. Uh, oh. <laughs> this is like one of the funniest fucking things I've seen uh, in a long time. Let me try find it. Um, this is cl- this is uh, clearly uh, being. Re- this is like a radio show during Ramadan. And uh, it's it's just so good. Come on, where are you? Where are you? Jesus, Twitter is just an endless pit of shit. Oh, that's the um, come outside and get $15,000 ban or whatever it was. That's a fucker. Lots of people watching various shows. Lots of plushies of uh, drink all uh calamari boy i think we're getting close um kaepernick saying his mummy said that he could play with these people what don't uh, it's don't worry about it yeah. that just memes essentially just memes oh, gotcha 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 um please please not have fallen off the edge of my timeline oh tifa tifa uh being attacked by doggo Attacking doggo. We're close. I can feel it. I can feel Faye Valentine, the real Faye Valentine. Uh, Gary stuck in his room on The Witcher. 
Come on. Uh, somebody put a Wookiee face on me. <laughs> People just do all kinds of shit. I, I, the, the, the big screen with the green backlighting, that looks beautiful, by the way. And it's just your fucking face. The whole thing is your face. I'm going to retweet <laughs> yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah there's there's multiple memes of that gary yes. there is different people put different things on those yeah somebody uh with my hood up comparing me to palpatine <laughs> as patine oh no we're, come on man oh Help look. baby face oh i think i think i think we gotta be we gotta be close now. Fuck my ass, mouth, and tits. Where are you? It, fuck yeah. it. I bet if I went on YouTube, I'd just find it in two seconds. I'm gonna fucking YouTube. Probably would. Let me just go. Okay. Uh <laughs> Chong Chi and the segregation of the Asian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Uber Geek. Uh oh, look at that. Oh, I retweeted it. Look at you tweeting up your screen. I got it immediately on fucking YouTube. Of course. Immediately. And it just shit. Fucking okay, here. This is this is just this is just amazing. This is a subtitle joke. Because well, it's not a subtitle joke, but you, it, it's you know, somewhere in some place, Middle East. Uh this so this is a talk show in the Middle East, which I'm guessing. It happened during Ramadan and just read the subtitles. Marhaban wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sheikh, today the wrong thing is that you are coming to the restaurant with the so I am confusion. Explain! Explain! What do you mean? Was that Allah who fed me? Should I stop fasting? Or was it Allah who fed me? That is so fucking wholesome! Made such a wholesome joke as well. It, it is, and, probably... <laughs> and he just hasn't got a clue how to respond. <laughs> yep. Should I stop fasting? Oh, was it Adam? I fell three uh, leaves. Uh, shawarma, I have uh, shawarma. I, uh, I tripped and a shawarma fell into my mouth, along with an apple and three liters of water. <laughs> 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 oh man <laughs> that is so fucking funny that is damn and the fucking meme has already been made of course what the fuck instant memeage I'm a puppy <laughs> oh be careful it's okay it's just me yeah no you just you never know where are you going, Gary? Where I, I'm, standing, I'm standing up, so I'm trying to like, but I'm holding my camera up. Oh, by the way, a picture of an angel is a is an angel. Yeah. Right ah. Gary, look out! No, turn. I know. Oh, no, gotta keep on looking. Not turn away. Yeah. Keep They're getting. might get in my eye. Gets in your eye. Yeah, you'll be fucked. Mahler, did you like the angel that, that had one eye covered and the other one open? 
and they were clearly even... looking at somebody when Claire, when it was holding on to Claire. It was so dumb. Do you like the, like, oh, the doctor's become an angel and then gets unangeled like this five seconds into the episode? I called it. Okay. I called that. Yep. Yeah, I called it, was... it because nothing, there's no repercussion to his cliffhangers. They resolved seconds into the, the next episode. I'm going to grab you, Doctor. Oh, no, you stepped away. You literally took two steps to your left. I'm telling you, man, there's loads of really amazing and cool things they could do with the angels, but all they do is what we see, which sucks. Just think of any scenario. Drop an angel in it, and suddenly it's a lot more interesting. But no. We have to do a, a million of them, and then you split the world in... It's by 60 years, and there's a barrier. If you touch it, you die. Ah! What the hell was any of that? I don't even remember how... They, they, they pulled it out of time and space. And then apparently okay. put it back nicely. Yeah. yeah and, because our, our team of idiots went from there to, like, on their adventure, right? Yep. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> were they on, like, an island that was in space or some shit? Yeah, yep. but the, 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 the angels must have... I mean, we're only, we've got to fill in the gaps here, because Jibnall fucking didn't. The angels must have gone, oh... Now that we've got the doctor, let's return this village back nice and proper, like in it. I like, by the way, they're just like, what do we do with uh, Grandmaster Snake Man? It's like, put him on a, a really tiny rock that's just floating through space. I was like, what? how is there even gravity on that? <laughs> like, just, how is he alive? I was like, and why mm -hmm. did he like walk through that door willingly? Like, I'd rather be fucking shot than yeah. left stranded in space. Just shoot me. And that's another like doctor approved yeah, as well. Drew and David Tennant condemned a bunch of uh, the family of blood to infinite like prison. It was portrayed as like a horrible thing that he was doing. Yeah, and then the thirteenth doctor undid it in a book. And then she actually redoes it to a whole bunch of other creatures, but the show isn't aware. It totally doesn't realize. Yep. It's so bad. Isn't hypocrisy one of the far left's greatest tools? <laughs> the major tenet of, of modern writing, hypocrisy. Yeah. We're better. We're better. So we're well, going to save their family of blood now. As long as you at least have a character to say that. Do, do you guys remember this? the earliest example I can think of where this started to become a real big problem was when Captain Marvel's friend was like, you're intelligent. You are funny. You are strong. And it's like, um, didn't watch the movie. Uh, it's a, it's a, what's what's the name? Gary, you'll remember. Monica Rambo. Oh. Is that her name, or is it the mum? Is that the mum? Uh, Monica Rambo. There's. Uh, oh, why am I blinking now? Uh, Monica Rambo is the uh, is the is the daughter. And why am I blanking? Because yeah, I'm tired. Hang on. But yeah, she she. She has given overpraise. Uh, what in Falcon Winter Soldier? Not fucking in Wandavision. When uh, is that what you're talking about? Sorry, I was, I was saying that the whole like overt <laughs> when when characters it, it would just be like let's say we're in a TV show right now, yeah. and As just doesn't have any characterization, and then I just look at the screen and go, you know, As is just so beautiful and and so interesting, bro, so strong, yeah, so smart. Yeah. That is that is that that's from fanfic, and it's Maria Rambo. So yeah, Monica Maria Rambo's Rambo the mom who single-handedly she went to Home Depot, she got a tool belt, and she built sword by herself. <laughs> um, yeah, 
So she got a tool yeah. belt. That was like the I, main thing. Oh, did you like in my video? Oh, I'm 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 glad you you appreciated that at least that I photoshopped uh, Lashana Lynch on some. <laughs> when i talked about that uh because that's the first image that came to my mind but um you're right it's and that's a thing from fanfic that that comes from uh twilight that that's in that whole era uh, one of the staples of fanfic is you are so amazing you are wonderful you're awesome uh and it's easier to do that than actually show it so we've seen that in star trek discovery multiple times uh we've seen it in hawkeye Oh my God! When Hawkeye says you actually are a work world class archer, oh, in the third episode, I saw I that in the video. All we need now is for Tony Stark to come back from the grave, put his hand on his shoulder, and say, "You're the best of all of us. You're the best Avenger yeah. there ever was, <laughs> and you're not even an Avenger yet." It just shows how good. Then he grabs the camera. You will like her. Sorry. When Thor comes along and goes, I like her. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Fucking Aquaman shows up, you will like her. I'm like, dude, wrong franchise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Batman just comes in. <laughs> I, I like her. I like her too. I, I didn't say I did not like her. yeah it's 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 a staple of fanfic modern writing you're absolutely correct and how many more times are we going to see it before the end of the year that's that's my question because uh, it's in it's in everything it's in absolutely fucking everything they do it's you're amazing you're so amazing and my uh, I, now three years in a row in star trek discovery they've had a character tell michael burnham you are so amazing you have no idea how amazing you are and your amazingness is so amazing and you refuse to acknowledge your amazingness but i just wanted to be a little bit amazing well you're not you're all amazing you're totally amazing the bestest amazing that any of us amazing well remember um what was it batwoman in uh the crisis thing they told her she's the paragon of courage because she'll never give up she fucking left the show The whole thing was based on we're gonna pick up the mantle for the man who left and what is she doesn't <laughs> she fucking care. I'm out of here. And the funny thing is, Kevin Conroy probably would have done more if they'd offered it to him, but she was yeah. out. Uh yeah. Well, she, she didn't have a contract renewed. She was so nasty. She was, she was like, so fired. It just sounds like it's a bunch of really horrible people working together. Oh yeah, yeah, and and they just woke on woke crimes by the yeah. second. Yeah, um, I still want to see that evidence of. I just want to see Carolyn Dries quoted as saying she wants to monetize the LGBT community. That that would be wonderful to see. Oh my god, it's confirmation! Something this, we know. Yeah, it's it's the yeah. theory that we we're all running with for a lot of these decisions. It's just like, just let us see it in stone. Come on, let us yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The pro that's probably the reason why. Like, you can't give them the satisfaction. Oh, it's such a bummer we don't get more email leaks like the Sony leaks. Those were just beautiful. Uh, Ruby, I believe in you. 
You can do it. Amy Pascal could uh, bounce back from that. Speaking of which, hang on, let me. Uh... Oh, so how did those Doctor Who rumors turn out? Not so good. Oh, which ones? The uh, ones that that uh... about the flux. Yeah, no, none of them did because the flux was a big nothing. So uh, the flux doing this or that or uh, nothing, absolutely nothing. So I, I don't know. Uh, what, I stopped looking at the rumors for Doctor Who because I just didn't give a shit. Uh, I didn't even realize that they refilmed that they uh, Captain Jack was there and they filmed the scenes. That's why it feels that's why the Grand Serpent felt like extra choppy in something that was already choppy. Oh, he was? Yeah, the Grand Serpent was more to the Grand Serpent because he had a connection to Vinder and Jack, apparently. Uh, and Az told me that they had filmed the scenes. I'm like, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I had no, no, I no, I didn't. Not well, me. If you told me like that's why it's so choppy, I'd be like, oh, I just thought it was regular Chibnall choppy. Of course, it's horrible. I think it's Bowles Trek that said that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was you. Sorry, it was Bowles Trek. Well, uh, that's great. Maybe it's better he doesn't have to have his name attached to something so fucking horrible, but, you know. He got his cock out 15 fucking years ago. And, every, well, I mean, and nobody I mean, nobody fucking complained. Joss yeah. Whedon said something to somebody 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I know. So. Joss Whedon came out and, and attacked. He did his biggest crime was going out and basically attacking fans who supported a president. Oh yeah. I'm not counting all the political shit. I just meant like what he got canceled for, which I think was the charisma carpenter thing. That was the main one, right? Mm. Oh yeah. Ray, Ray the was... one, which I find funny as hell. Like he told me my script notes didn't matter. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I mean Gal Gal Gadot, you're you're really good looking. I respect her. She like she was in the military for Israel, and she's a she's a deep, good looking Wonder Woman. Um, mas master thespian, she is not. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Ray Fisher is going to find out. Uh, and like that, Joss was a tyrant, and I think that's what uh, most people had a problem with is he was calling yeah. out the tyrant trump and it's like dude you were worse than the guy ever fucking was on set just by yelling at people but that's hollywood that's the way it's always been uh not saying it's great all the time yelling shouting people down for pretend i think is a bit much personally uh but i can you know it just depends on the situation you got to understand the nuance of it uh joss is probably a major dick and everybody knew that the guy a uh, friend of mine well, not what we were in a associates and he had been on the show before who had worked with him said as much but also said he got his work got done he got it done on time and at the end after all the yelling people were okay with each other they understood that it was part of the process uh and you know you have ray fisher coming out and you know he couldn't provide any evidence for him being called a racist by joss it got joss canceled canceled but ray's gonna get canceled too He's going to have to go back to theater life because people are going to go, well, is this guy worth the trouble based on his talent? No. Yeah. The I, don't, I, I don't think there's any evidence that's ever been exhibited that shows <clears throat> Joss Whedon's a racist, a prick. No. Sure, maybe. Well, I read I read um, the evidence, and it's like, this isn't racism. This is just you no. being like weird as fuck interpreting a lot of statements that are made for other reasons. 
Do you watch um what's it called? Deep Inside with Michael Rosenbaum, his podcast. No. I've seen a couple of clips. I haven't seen any episodes. Oh, it's, it's he's excellent as a podcaster. He's fucking excellent, and he tends to get a lot of people from Smallville and Buffy. You know yeah. stuff oh, which yeah, he's yeah, been yeah, in. Yeah. I've seen that. Stuff which has been associated with and, and whatnot. And uh, James Masters was on recently again. Mm. And uh, I loved him. He's, so, he's such a cool guy. Yep. And he was basically yeah. talking. He, 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 Michael Rosenbaum is great because he, he asks the hard questions and he does it in a, in a you know, a, a, a nice way. Uh, and he doesn't pressure them to answer them if they don't want to answer it. They'll ask the question. And he talked about how you know what was it like you know what was just like you know was it this you know shouty anger man it's kind of like well yeah but you know and it was just but you know i i you know i had a particular sort of like weird relationship with joss because joss wanted to kill me and um i was only meant to be there for a short time and and then the execs were just like oh no this spike guy he's really popular we want to you keep him in and he totally fucked with his story so he, he said like joss pinned him up against the wall one day and was just like you're fucking up my show <laughs> and he's just like i can't help you know i just do what's what's been asking me i um, um and he was just like yeah well, you know we all he said i would get angry but i would internalize it more than other people and uh it just seemed to be quite a an emotional set in general i think yeah Spike ends up being like the hero of the the whole show. <laughs> yeah. so, like, there's no way that Whedon didn't have at least some appreciation for writing that character. No way you would have allowed him. Like he gives him the final win. He saves everybody. He's a fucking. Yeah. He, was, he was a standoff season two villain that was supposed to delay the episodes until Angelis got up and running, and he sure. became like everyone's favorite character. Yeah, because he was saying I didn't have masses amounts to do with Joss anyway because. Yeah. By the time I got established, Joss was overdoing Angel. Uh, and then by the time Buffy had finished and I and um Angel was actually uh cancelled after season four. Uh and Joss was like, What can we do? Is there anything that we can do to keep it going? And um, you know, the network was like, mm, uh, and then it was like, What if I bring Spike over? And he's like, Oh, you bring Spike over, we'll give you another season. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so he, uh, you know, he contact, he got, you know, contact with James Masters. He said, but when I was brought over to Angel, he was then overdoing Firefly. Joss was then off doing Firefly. So, um, he said he had, he had, you know, not that much really to, to do with him comparative to, uh, to others. It seems like such a, a fan service move to put Spike into Angel Season Five, but seriously, it's fucking amazing that he was there. No, and uh, I won't forget. I'll never forget watching it. We were sitting there, you know, there's the, that's the necklace, right? And, uh, or, or pendant. Um, and we're waiting for it to happen. We're just all waiting for it to happen. And when it does, my wife fucking screams. Uh, it was fucking great. I want to watch Even it right puppet now. episode as well. Yes. Uh, smile time. Ben Edlund. Ben Edlund, one of the most, uh, underrated writers in television. And I don't know. I think sometimes he's been given his own show and it just hasn't worked, which is crazy. I think he's a good fixer. He comes in and he can write a ship. He uh, he did Supernatural season five, I believe, or worked on it a lot. Um, he worked on he did Smile Time. Uh, he's worked on Firefly. He's he's 
Uh, and of course, he's famous from The Tick. Yeah. Which was fabulous for two seasons on Amazon. Uh, it had a good Fox show. It had a good cartoon. And it's a great comic. There's, um, <clears throat> there's plenty of stories about like uh, Kubrick and um, you know a diff different famous directors uh, that that are complete assholes. But like none of them, I th I wonder if there's like a grace period. If you've been dead for X amount of time, huh? you'll be safe. I think so. You could still have your whole career reputation ruined a couple years after you die. But I think if you can make it like a decade, you'll probably be all right. To it, mm, I, I mean, like, to have a creative understanding of what a director does, right? So if you think about the job itself in terms of um how meaningful it is to just life in general it's like you are directing make-believe uh that's now become this giant business that's taken very seriously and i think they've because of the corporatism they've taken it to a place where they have minimized it taken it too seriously and and taken away like there is no great directors great directors are going the way of great movie stars now because things are so overproduced because of the corporatism there's so much uh, money at play now. It's not just a couple of million bucks, which is still a lot of fucking money. It's hundreds of millions of dollars. And, and and you see Marvel handing movies over and giving overall deals to like novices and people who are new. You want to know why? Because they're doing next. They're basically cinematographers at this point. They're, that's all they are. They they the, the creative decisions are Kevin Feige's and whatever group he has working under him. Uh, a lot of these movies are prefabbed before a director even gets there oh yeah yeah so um it, it's 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 a different role now and i don't think we're gonna see kubrick's and and joss whedon's and that's why i don't i think disney's too big to succeed i think well, they're the big group is um, at least one of that type right who is that denis villeneuve the dude yeah, i i would say he is one of the la like him and um God, I can't even say uh, Matthew Vaughn anymore. Matthew Vaughn, maybe. Uh, there's like a handful of directors who aren't ancient, who are new, who have some power. Uh, but th th they're they're even starting to wane right now because uh, you know I I don't know where the where the big blockbuster goes. Uh, I had a question yesterday on my nooner. I thought it was a good one. And, and Chris Gore brought this up. They need to bring back the 90-minute movie, the hour and 45-minute, like, action movie. And so, you, you would think something like John Wick would be replicated over and over again because it was a success. Those are fun. Those are relatively cheap. I guess the most money would go into, you know, stunts, fight choreography, uh, and fucking explosions. Yeah. But you can do a lot of that practical. And it's just, it's easy to, it's, and it's a better story to tell <clears throat> story time. And I'm not, I'm, I don't know why they're not doing that. I think it's because superheroes are still sucking all the money and oxygen out of the room for now, but I think that's very soon. You got John Wick 4 and 5 are on the way, and then nobody was like essentially a variation of the John Wick story. Yep. Which and they're making a sequel for that as well, I think. Yeah. And that was just going straight to Netflix, you know? But when's that going to, I mean, with Bob, we don't know how long Bob Odenkirk's going to be out. Yeah. yeah, no, those stints are no fucking joke. What he had, uh, that uh, just uh, what Mel's dad went through that, and you have to be really fucking careful 
uh, with what you eat and everything. And if you aren't like on this solid diet and you're still, you know, stints don't hold up and stuff. Um, yeah. So wait, you know, Cause I don't even know what, what actually happened to him then. Was there more information on it? Major heart attack. And he had to get uh, these stints. Uh, and there's the, the, it's something to do with blood vessels and stuff. Uh, Melissa's dad went through it and they, they, they'll degrade or they won't work over time. And it's basically keeping you alive. There's a pacemaker and it's, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it, you, you still are, hmm, it's, it, your expiration date is still coming. We're just putting it off kind of a situation. And that it's really like, fucking really sucks. Yeah. That's happened because of how hard that guy works. Yep. Isn't that like the same thing for the, the creator of uh, Berserk? He basically killed himself because of how hard he was working. No did, way. <clears throat> did somebody tell Nick Ricada, by the way, that he passed? Uh, I think you should if you haven't already, people. That joke's never going to get old. Shang-Chi. <laughs> That's why Shang-Chi got a sequel, because there's fucking no effort put it. <laughs> no. No, there's no effort put into it at all. It was. It, it ended up being about his sister, when your main character gets kicked in the balls, I'm not going to take it seriously. I'm not going to take that character seriously. I'm not going to take the movie seriously. It's, uh, and I told, and I know you guys did too, it, I, it wouldn't just be white guys. It would be guys, just guys in general. They cannot build up masculinity in any way, shape, or form now because of Me Too Time's Up and because of this ideology that they bent the knee to. And you can't tell a superhero story. You know what? Kelly Sue DeConnick, her famous interview where she mm. said, if you don't like my politics, then don't buy my books. She said a bunch of fucking just straight up ignorant shit in that interview that you need to go back and watch. Saying stuff like comic books have always been for girls. She's conflating like she conflates a lot of publications with superhero comic books. Mm. So she's being disingenuous, dishonest and straight up just fucking wrong. Um, <laughs> Shocks me. Um, you know what superheroes are inherently the superhero genre is inherently masculine. It is. Doesn't mean you can't have women in it. Doesn't mean you can't be egalitarian, but if you want to use the term inherently, which means from its origin, yes, it was masculine. Boys read the comic books. Girls read the romance comic books. Boys read the superhero comic books and the pulp. And she tried to mix in pulp with that too. Pulp isn't inherently masculine or, or, or yeah, you know, it's like, what? What are you fucking talking about? Uh, and and the masculine it's gaslighting, way, yeah, it's it just is. gaslighting yeah. bullshit. She, uh, you know, uh, that's that's all, often that's what they have to do when they when they want to defend superheroes. What they do is they conflate it with romance books, manga, whatever they can to to fog the data. When 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 you, most people when you say comic book. You're talking about an American superhero comic book, or you'll yeah, say it's about a floppy. It's about a floppy. This. Let's uh, read some more. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good contribution, that Mauler. Thanks, Mauler. Uh, the nerdporeal life form with a five dollars is for all of you. Do you think Hollywood? And the major institutions will rather go broke than ever change or at least come to their senses. I'm not sure. Um, 
it depends. It depends on the studio. I think. I think there's some studios which are just like, uh, we need to make, we need, we need to make some money. <laughs> and if these don't start making money, like some, some are like Marvel Comics, DC Comics. That's all being propped up by other, by other money. You know. That's all been propped up. And if it wasn't being propped up by Disney, and if it wasn't being propped up by AT&T, uh, then, then they would just go, they'd be out of fucking business immediately almost. Because they don't, they don't make enough to, to fucking uh, to survive. <clears throat> but um, when it comes to movies, you know, movies, we've seen uh, that Chang-Chi, Black Widow, and... Um, Free guy, uh, those three combined lost $65 million. And two of those are Marvel movies, and it's the two Marvel, and we know that Free Guy made money, so it's the two Marvel movies that are standing out as the money losses right there. And these are movies which are meant to generate hundreds of millions in profit to keep this fucking gravy train going. So, uh, you know, I, I celebrate Chang-Chi getting a sequel. I celebrate it. I, I celebrate an Echo series being made on, on Disney+. Plus. I celebrate it because it's fucking money being thrown down the swanee because particularly when it comes to... Some, oh, Eternals ain't getting no fucking sequel, darling. Um, Chang-Chi getting a sequel... They, they are no longer going to have the levels of protection that they had for the first one, which did virtually nothing. Which is, they're not going to have the, it's my Asians. They're not going to have that to protect them. Uh, they're not going to have the, this is so fucking important, this, that, and the other. It fits in so much. Because everyone's seen that it was just a pile of fucking shit where somebody got rings with undeterminable power that don't do undeterminable things. So they're not going to have the levels of protection that they had before. So that sequel, good luck. <laughs> Please make it a $200 million movie. I fucking dare you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, make it happen. Do it all. Mahler, before, uh, I mean, you're starting to dabble in comics now, but let's go back 10 years. Uh, what Marvel oh. characters had you heard of? Oh, we're we're talking them strictly from top Trumps and Marvel Ultimate Alliance is the main sources for me, and then just right. some bits of comics here and there. So, uh, Spider Man would have been the one that I most well know, except Batman. Yeah, Batman and Spider Man would be the top ones. It's not really a shock though, because that would have been the movies would have counted at that point as well, right? Um, hmm, ten years ago, I think if if we should we say just before the MCU, yeah. Because at that point, I'd heard of Iron Man, but I was just like guy in a metal suit, I think. Yep. Then, um, obviously, the X-Men movies had made me aware of a lot of them. Um, but, I don't know, yeah, just pretty limited. Uh, I hadn't heard of a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, and Marvel made a lot of progress, thanks to <laughs> Joss Whedon and the Avengers and uh, uh, John Favreau and, uh, and Kevin Feige. And turned Captain America and Iron Man and the household names, fucking Ant Man. They made an Ant Man movie that made money, which is surprising as hell. Um, because he wasn't like not the greatest character in the comic books, you know, never had a long period of a solo issue. Uh, and the, the Marvel runs on very few characters, and so does DC. 
Uh, DC is basically right now, uh, mostly because of merchandising, you know, it's Batman, Harley Quinn, and Superman. And uh, Marvel is Spider-Man, X-Men, Iron Man, Captain America, give or take some X-Men, but they've really like, uh, you know, X-Men's, X-Men have been put down the ladder a little bit. Uh, and they were massively, and Guardians, of course, Guardians. But Guardians is almost like their own thing. It's like a James Gunn thing. Could you? I no, mean, I'm just, I'm just sneaking oh, yeah. in. <laughs> no, no. It's, I, but it's good to point out that Guardians. It was a a major success from a team that not a lot of people had heard of, because you put the right guy in the job. They stopped putting the right guys or gals on the job, and they started casting directors, and it became less important. So you know, a Shang Chi could have been a great movie. I said that in the review. Uh, I love. It. I haven't done his eyes lighting up yet. Yeah, I've got a. a... Let's see. Bring me in it. Oh, you got the um, you got the other one. I got the end game one. Unless you got them both. Oh, you got the end game one, the one where he's kicked in the nuts. Yeah. Now you you missed me on the first one. You got both of us. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, completely forgot about that. Uh, you know what? There are great female characters that they don't focus on, like Nebula. Nebula is a great fucking character. She had a what, great arc what is, in Endgame. Yeah. What is what is in your opinion? Who is the best female character in the MCU? Does that include the ones that are dead? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, ooh. Since, since its inception. Since its inception, go dead and then alive. Oh well, I mean, I mean, Black Widow was good, but then she really petered out. Uh, Nebula started off ropey, but then really got good. Uh, I think Gamora has been very consistent as a character. She's been very oh, good as a female as a character. Um, cool at one point. Uh, Wonder Woman. So all of this work on the MCU and we're like struggling to, to think about it because like the one good character, obviously Black Widow, right? Mm -hmm. uh, until the movie, until her solo movie came out, she was probably the best. I'd say Gamora was right up there too, but she's dead. Mm -hmm. So the only living one is Nebula, who they don't focus on for some reason, and they have the best actress playing her. Uh, why is Gamora? Why is Gamora? Oh. Uh. But we've we've gotten a bunch of a uh, bunch of female characters like Wanda. Ruined, ruined. Mm. Have you noticed <laughs> that everything's been usurped in Phase Four by a woman? It was Wanda Vision, which halfway through this series became Wanda, and Vision just got thrown over there to funny about with fucking ancillary characters. Uh, then we got uh, Falcon and Winter Bitch, and that whole show was just about fucking Freckled Jesus and uh, Carter, uh, and and we need to stop calling people that blow people up terrorists, and we need to start listening to vaginas, and I don't know how to solve any problems, but you've got to do better. Uh, then... Uh, we had uh, what was the Loki, which turned into which was Sylvie, mm -hmm. 
then we've had Hawkeye, which is Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Everything's just a fucking. It's just a fucking bait. And, then, we, then at least we got She Hulk coming up, which isn't fucking hiding anything. That is the She fucking Hulk. Who they should have started with. That should have been their number one. If you wanted to like focus on a female character, that would have been good and fun. Ten years ago, it would have been She Hulk. Now it's just going to be more, more feminism. Yay! It's just, it's just where, where you know what's what if? Oh my god! Yeah, somebody said what if as well. Jesus Christ! You simply fear the vagina. Be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I like to crush vagina more than fear it, but um, the, it's just what what have I, you know? Marvel keeps saying, Marvel keeps talking, and all of these these uh fucking woke leftist wankers keep talking about unless you can see yourself on the screen, then you, then you can't be you can't feel represented, uh, and all they're doing is pulling the male characters from the screens, and the female ones are white. Gamora's great, yeah, that's great, that's fucking great, man. I'm not green. Ooh nor female uh yet i really like gamora yeah i just keep remembering that don't don't put up a fluorescent light in this place it's like a jackson park painting that that is mm, perfecto (laughs) so good Oh my god, I was laughing and my kid didn't know what it meant. So he's like, well, it's so funny, Dad. I'm like, yo, I'll tell you someday. Never get a joke like that again. Nope. So good though. Speaking of uh speaking of jokes in the MCU, uh let's just have a quick little look at this 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 one here. Oh, yeah. this? This is, uh, Toby. That's Doc Sock's first name. I think it's Mike. My cock. <laughs> bully Maguire getting them wings. But I know that Bully Maguire is a little scamp, isn't he? Naughty. Uh, what have we got? We got um Brightest Day for uh, two two dollars says for Gary's Battle Star Sciatica. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. I got battle stars. I had to go. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Paul, nineteen seventy-eight, with a five dollars says, "I took a DNA test and I'm six percent Welsh, which means my great great grandfather was a sheep shagger." Oh my god! Think of the children. Hitchhiker forty-two with a five pound says, "Hey, hello." Uh, there is auction tonight of slabbed comics from Hakes in America. I might bid, but wondered if you had heard of them or bought from them. I have not. No. What? What's uh, the slakes? Hakes. Uh, but uh, Hitchhiker, if you want to send me some details, because I bought a, Heritage. I bought a lot of comics from a auction recent, not not too well, six months ago. Yeah. Um <clears throat> old school Batman. It's a little tougher. I mean, like if you if you have the money, go for it. Like but if you don't, I would say look for the raw copy that's not slabbed, which especially with the older Batman Superman books, 
the counterfeiters aren't really going to fuck with those very much. So you can get those old DC books and they'll probably be okay. And then you can get them slabbed yourself and then double, triple mm. the value. That's what I would do. Um, slab books are like buying it at, at its maximum value when you can probably <laughs> find that same book raw somewhere. I know you've got one, but, um, we uh when we're both we had it we had a little punt on a batman number one this year that was fun little punt each i put a grand <laughs> no nah, dude it's it's, it's <laughs> it, was, it was worth a go <laughs> it was it was you never know i'm i've got a i've got an auction right now on something that's it uh, i'm not even gonna say what it is i'll tell you when it's done but I, somebody mm. somebody mis mis mislabeled this thing and i'll know in one hour and 20 minutes on is this on ebay because on ebay i found like a couple of little old ladies have just put like oh oh a couple of old comic books and then i've looked at them and it's just like batman two three four batman two six and like uh-huh and it's like 14 pounds and you're just like Bid. Yep. I just put uh, twenty quid on these, like, and there's like twenty of them, and you just like. I like the idea that you're in a car boot sale or something. They do that, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll just that <laughs> twenty quid, I guess. And she's like, really? You go, yeah. Is that a pound of comic? Yeah. Pound of comic. Please. Do it. <laughs> yeah, making yeah. Yeah, I got I got a cheeky little lot of detective comics that way, and they're in they're in good nick. Whew. Yeah, I, I, I love doing that. Best deals I find on eBay are bulk, uh, like that bulk Superman buy I got for like it was like a thousand bucks. But mm. I mean, I got four decades of Superman books that came in like eight boxes uh, that I didn't have, and it's like, oh shit, I can read this stuff and <laughs> Everyone's- buy a new thing for for years. Everyone's just jumping to eBay to comic put on now, but you know. Uh, look, I shouldn't. I shouldn't really do this, folks. But you know, instead of going to eBay and putting like Batman comics or Batman lot or stuff like that, just go onto eBay, do something innocuous like old comics. Yeah, yeah. You, that's what you put in. You just put something like old comics or or uh, comic lot, and then just look to see what the lots or what the old comics actually are, because you never know. You might you might just find uh, something a little bit cheeky, woo woo. Um, Imran218 with a $10 says, being a father is one thing. Being a good father is another. Yes. My cousin's father is shit. So he constantly gets bailed out figuratively by his mum. Now he's a total mess with mummy to the rescue. Don't need yeah. any of that. No. It, 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 it's really important uh i and like there's no instruction book for it uh the one thing i just remembered my dad saying is like i'm not your buddy like i'm your dad uh Mm. but he said i'll be your buddy later when you're an adult and that's that's what happened but until then i'm i'm the asshole i'm gonna make very you know and my dad was a major asshole at times but uh, I'm glad he was every fucking second of it. I'm glad every decision he made with me ended up being right. And I learned from it. So, and he didn't have a dad. His dad died when he was six. So uh, it, 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 
I, I really hate what they've done to fathers in Hollywood because it is like they have just diminished that role to nothing uh, and they have made it sound evil and every father they portray is is dumb. Uh, and they even do that. That it's not again. That's not just with white folks, which is horribly stereotypical. Um, I have been promising this for a long time, longer than Picard. My Father's Day video, where I'm going to show, just in the last ten years, and it's really easy to pick out, like how fucking horrible Hollywood has been to fathers. I, I think one of the best examples is Westworld season two, where they had um, the 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 man in black uh, kill his daughter on father's day uh Tyrion lannister uh if you remember Mahler, killed killed tywin and it was on father's day they aired that wonderful yeah they do little, hmm. sh- little cheeky shit like that as you guys say that uh it's not funny after a while when it when it's done over and over and over and over and over again uh yeah uh, that that what that what that British PM and you were right as was was totally like taken out of context. He had an entire thing where he was talking about yeah. just fatherhood, right? Father, and how father figures and and yeah, role models and <clears throat> speaking right. of uh, role models, uh, Forza, Forza Horizon Five player reportedly oh. banned until the year nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> Kim Jong Un and KFC car <laughs> livery. Hashtag send nukes. KFC. I love the band until nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. A Forza Horizon Five player has been reportedly banned until the year nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Their vile offense: using North Korean dictator Kim Jong Un <laughs> as a car livery. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty funny though. It's fucking awesome. While players it. could drive across Mexico in a variety of cars and game modes, players can use the event lab for a more original experience. This allows them to make their own custom races, challenges, game modes, and more. In addition, players could customize their car's appearance and performance, then use gift drops to share their works with the community. As with any community-created content, terms of service usually dictate content deemed offensive is removed. Sometimes it's creator banned for life or even permanently. I think they're both as banned, you know, worse as One Reddit user revealed how his friend was banned for how they customized their car, perplexing other Reddit users and fans for multiple reasons. Uh, Now then, I'm just going to jump to the actual ban message from the Forza community team. Duration, blah, blah, blah. Unban date, 31st of December, 9,999. Your game attack has been banned from this feature. For more information about Xbox, blah, blah, blah. Aww. Well, Forza Horizon 5 player banned for 8,000 years. The crime, making a KFC parody livery with the Supreme Leader. Well, hopefully you can get a reduced sentence. Yeah. yeah. Get it down to 4,000. 4, get, get a couple of years knocked off that. Come on. Simply for uh, ingenuity. 
What's the world coming to? I don't know. When you can't make fun of dictators in a Mexican race, is that what the hell is that was? Is it a race across Mexico? Just, uh, Mexico is like the uh, like the area that you can race around. Then I think. Oh, I don't know. It was like I, I have no. I, is it like the Baja Five Hundred Five Thousand or something like that? I, like, I, I have no. Well, it's idea. a video game. It's Forza Horizon, which is a video game. So it's fucking funny. That's all. And and nobody has a sense of humor anymore. That's why it's interesting when you get Santa Inc. When it's uh, it's comedy made for people without sense of humor, and it wasn't uh, funny. Mm, uh, there's, yeah, uh, Santa Inc. wasn't made as a comedy. It was made as a uh, victim bait. Buffett T. Justice with a fifty dollars super chat. Thank you, sir says don't worry soon kk will be gone and john and dave will be put in charge and they will save the star wars i'm just kidding as oh. this is your this is your for your batwoman mental health recovery fund thank you dude thank you i have received a lot of blows to the head from shit shows recently uh, Shogun Gaming with a 14 uh, Danish phallic unicorn. The twink, uh, the Twinkie Kid with a five dollar Hawkeye is meh so far. Uh, with the episode three animated closing credits, I say hail Sammy Davis Jr. Okay, uh, yeah, you know what? Out of out of all the series, Hawkeye's probably. I wouldn't can't use the word best. It shows Least defensive. It's yes, it's exactly. It shows the most respect verbally to its titular. No, no, to its guest star that was supposed to be <laughs> to its titular guest star. To its titular guest star <laughs> that was used to bait and switch you. Yeah, as we knew it was gonna be, because that's all they've been fucking doing for the past year. Um. Mahler uh, and as so as you you mm. actually reviewed it before I did so you put out a review and episodes, all, yeah yeah Mahler's not even watching it but just go off of the last Marvel thing you did um you know is is it just me or is it for about two days 48 hours you get some Marvel stands they'll retweet your video to call you you know a son of a motherless goat or whatever <laughs> and then um I was called worse than that, but it's okay. And then they just disappear. <laughs> like usually yeah. good. Like even after I, if I do a follow-up video, it's like nothing. Have you noticed that? Or have they been uh constant with you? Yeah. No, no. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I don't even get much kickback at all. If any, I just I have me shout at clouds. And then, yeah. but the thing is like, I think with the, um, with my Hawkeye review, I don't think there was much uh, interest. Uh, if I if, if I go to my video, oh here yeah. it is. That's uh, a the one I did was after week two, so I put this video out on the twenty fifth of November. So this is essentially two weeks old, and it's just about to crawl, to just a couple of hundred away from forty thousand views. Uh -huh. People aren't. You know they're not they're not that interested in this. Um, th th there's probably a good reason for that. Uh, remember that Hawkeye 
according to the analytics firm, was watched by one and a half million people over five days, which is a yes. very important statement. So if you divide uh, five, you know, uh, or uh, one and a half million by five, that's uh, 300,000 views a day on a, I mean, uh, Mahler will put uh, a lot of time, but let's just say not millions of dollars into a video. <laughs> not yet. Millions of views. Uh, sometimes over five days, uh, they put what? How much do you think they put in this series? Hundred million. Uh, for these six episodes, uh, I mean, I would say at least ten million episode. At least ten million an episode. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say sixty to possibly a hundred million. It's just a movie stretched out over shit. It's a ninety-minute script stretched out over multiple. Sure. Episodes. Um, they've got to be losing their ass on this. Uh, you know, especially when your subscribers go flat and, and there's no there. I mean, Netflix has been around for a long time. Amazon has been around for a long time. Amazon doesn't need the big show to hook people in. It's got the extra money. Netflix does Netflix's model is. I don't know how these models can last. It's guaranteed money. It's great, but they're going to have to start going real cheap on their content or they're going to have to start bringing in commercials. Um, Do you know where I think it's going to go? You're going to pay per show. Yeah, I would be I'd before that. Just a la carte. That's where I think it's going to go. You're going to you're going to go to your street the streaming service, and then you're going to pay for whatever show you want to watch. Uh, Amazon's got a little bit of that going on as it is. They, no, yeah, Amazon. <clears throat> I mean, it's the one that's going to survive. I, I don't think it's got the most subscribers or anything, but it just, if you connect it with actual company, that's trillions of dollars. It's doing just fine. Uh, yeah. It still needs to be profitable, but it's doing just fine. Netflix has been operating in technically in the red for years and years and years and years. And I think if it's in the black at this point, it's only recently because it's all based on speculation and investors and they just buy shit and put it up with no fanfare at all hope for word of mouth and even with the witcher coming out on the 17th the day after spider-man no way home oh, oh. it's gonna be big but it, it'll be uh it's not anything anybody can review realistically other than like you get one two videos out of it maybe a couple live streams and then it's out of the ether in a couple weeks it's gone um and and by all accounts it's gonna be disappointing i i hope it's not but uh yeah we've you know like we should be excited this, it should be fun to go like god the witcher's coming out because i kind of liked season one right i should be excited for this and then we get to see spider-man fucking the expanse uh season six of the expanse comes out i couldn't care less that last season just killed any of my enthusiasm for that show i'm gonna watch it out of obligation but uh like the last book is out. I'm I'm poking through that book. There would have been a time I'd have read it in one day, but the last few books and the attitude of the writer, it's just like, uh, uh, and the story just goes so South anyway, it does. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully it's going to, the future is going to be things like arcane, like just something that's, either attached to something that not a lot of people know about or it's adapting some anime and manga properly or just that 
Whoa, an original story. That'd be awesome. Something will come out. Something that'll come out that'll be good. Uh, yeah, and it'll be from South I appreciate Korea. the hope that <laughs> yeah. maybe one day. It will. It will. I mean, like, we did get some good stuff this year. We did. Yeah, I mean, now there could have been a lot of stuff we could have liked this year. Oh yeah, could have, but um, but you know, Hollywood chooses chooses not to. Uh, I I was fucking pissed on Christmas, and like, mm-hmm. and not even in like a bad bad Santa is a great example of pissing on Christmas in a fun way. Good movie, I love it. Santa Inc. just like, hey, we fucking hate Christmas now. It's like okay, all right. Like how how much farther are we gonna go down this road? Are we gonna st- are we gonna hate puppies next and ice cream? But it won't stop. You know it won't stop. Well, it, well if they're successful at destroying something, then literally they're a virus. They'll move to the next thing, and then they'll infect that, and they'll try and pull that down. So it, c- it could be anything uh, that gets that gets targeted. Um, running out of big things to target so well i mean i i am very pleased with the backlash to to santa's to santa inc and as much as uh, a lot of people have just turned around and gone fuck off and nobody gives a i don't think anyone gives a flying fuck that seth uh, rogan turns around and goes and we just pissed off a bunch of white supremacists it's like no just fuck off your hollywood twat yep your hollywood elitist fucking twat in your bubble living in your shithole that you think's fine um you know that's fine that you you do you mate you do you i'm not i'm not gonna tell you whatever but you know you fucking shit on something that people love particularly particularly right when we've been two years nearly into this fucking bullshit fucking virus wank of the coof and and we last year we were pretty much all locked down i didn't get to see my family last christmas uh i you know i didn't get to spend christmas with my fucking nephew and hold my nephew and see his little face as he's opening up his fucking prezies and shit didn't get to see my mom didn't get to see my sister and my brother my fucking brother from another mother and give them all fucking hugs and love and see them and spend some fucking time with them i didn't get to see any of that and then christmas is that sort of special time that we get to and they get this fucking dopey fucking bitch called sarah cunt fucking silverman who's just a piece of fucking shit retarded dumb fucking bitch that i've ever i've never heard a woman say so much fucking dumb shit from her cunt mouth and then seth fucking rogan who's the biggest fucking pussy bitch ass cuck oh i'm not gonna i'm gonna start making movies with less white people in i'll tell you what seth why don't you just stop making fucking movies because you're a fucking dick you're a dick you're unfunny you've been unfunny for fucking years the only times you've been associated with funnies riding the coattails of people far fucking better than any of you. So you can shut your fucking cunt mouth as well. And these people coming out going, ah, Christmas is effort. It's all white and it's all male. How about go fuck off? Fuck you. Fuck your whinge at a time of year where a lot of us just want to get together, have a good fucking time, chill out. Forget the worries of the fucking coup. Forget the worries of jobs, work, the world, life, relationships, bills, all this kind of stuff. And just sit down, talk, have some fun, relax, and just un- stop politicizing everything, you fucking freaks. 
freaks. Everything's fucking political. Christmas is political. Birthdays are going to be political. Fucking traveling to another fucking uh, country to go on holiday is going to be fucking racist. Oh my God, are you just going over there to culturally appropriate them? Everything's just so fucking wank for these people. These people are some of the most retarded, degenerate pieces of shit the planet has ever known. Hollywood with its fucking filth and its grime and its fucking pedos and its fucking graping and all this kind of stuff. No wonder they're so fucking damaged. But do the world a favor and shut the fuck up. You want to fix something? Fix yourself. Fix your fucking Hollywood. Fix your own fucking industry. And leave fucking good, hardworking, regular people the fuck alone. And if you want to cry fucking racism with Santa's Inc., it's got nothing. Do you know who brought, who's the racist? You. Yep. Because you're the only fuckers whinging about race. The other people are fucking complaining about how you're destroying and trying to take down Christmas, a beautiful event. But you're the ones, because just like fucking dumbass bitch Silverman, you're always looking to be the victim. Always fucking looking and trying to find something. And Seth Rogen was so fucking quick with his, we've pissed off tens of thousands of fucking white supremacists. There aren't tens of thousands of white supremacists in the fucking world, probably. This is such a, an insane nope. fucking argument by a retarded, uninformed moron who just has made a dopey ass piece of shit try to churn it out and get people to fucking... Hey, let's get on board with this Christmas too white. Let's get rid of fucking Santa Claus and replace him with a fucking rainbow head wearing fucking something else. Because, you know, oh my God, it's all about fucking inclusion. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Just go back. Go go and fucking do something you want to do. You know, go, go fucking celebrate Hanukkah, Yom Kippur, Ramadan, go fucking celebrate something else if you're so fucking upset about Christmas. Fuck's sake. You miserable cunts. Miserable, miserable. I, I fucking would hate to be you. These fucking Hollywood millionaires that can buy anything they want, get a fucking beautiful house wherever they want to go, fucking fly to whatever country they want to do. All of this in a fucking heartbeat. I would hate to be you because you are so fucking broken inside. So fucking miserable and mean and mean-spirited inside. You That's why I call you filth. Because you're fucking the shit on my shoe. You're the fucking thing that I wipe off when I come into a fucking house. So it's fucking clean when I can walk. That's what you represent. You don't represent inclusion. You don't represent acceptance. You don't represent uh, fucking unity. You represent division. You represent arguments. You are you, you represent dividing people and fucking making them get at each other's throats. Yeah, everything that's fucking wrong with the world right now. And you're being supported by big business and you're being supported by fucking government. And no wonder, I tell you what, every fucking person in the fucking world should just turn around and go, fuck off, resist, don't listen to a word these fucking morons are fucking saying. Do not comply. I'm done. I'm out. I think um, with uh, with Santa Inc. This is a little preview of my video 
you're absolutely right. And what happened was nobody was noticing this. And then Chris Gore talked to Ryan Kennel. Ryan Kennel made a video. Then we talked about it on Friday Night Tights. Then more people made videos. It was off to the races, and this is what they wanted. This was actually part of their marketing. I think that bullet was in the chamber. I think it was cocked and ready to go like they were Alec Baldwin on the set of a Western, uh, that white supremacist bullet, and they were ready to do it. But I don't think they were ready for what happened next, just like with Kevin Smith and Masters of the Universe. You went up, and you went after fucking Christmas and you did it with such hate and it really did encapsulate everything that's wrong with Hollywood is really wrapped up in a little bow in Santa Inc. It's 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 ingratitude, it's uh racial actual racial stereotypes, it's hate and by the way the world is not Hollywood. Uh the world is not Hollywood and what people what regular folks see is what as just said is you see a bunch of millionaires with fucking turtlenecks on who get to pretend for a living who just sound miserable, who just sound like fucking miserable people. And no, I wouldn't want to be fucking Seth Rogen. Not in a million fucking years. Smoking pot every day, being, uh, you know, like uh, just being a big fat sellout. No, thanks. He can live his life. And that's awesome for him. Very happy with mine. Uh, and you know what? You can make something shitting on Christmas. And I'm glad people called this out. Even if it was part of their fucking marketing, I'm glad it backfired absolutely call this shit out because this is what will bring new people in people will go who who wants to fuck with well, fuck with christmas i mean at least they'll check it out right and even the critics what, don't want to fuck with this no and that's where seth rogan uh that's where your biggest mistake is oh you're getting people to watch it yeah they're actually watching it i, I don't think you want people to watch this shit it's really unfunny it's really bad uh it, it's it's the kind of thing that can destroy careers bad you can talk about all the white supremacy out there you want, but behind the scenes, uh, you're only as good as your last project. And if your name is on this, even as a voice actor, it's going to taint you. Uh, and supposedly there was talent behind this. I looked into it and no Jesus fucking talent. talent is such a subjective thing now. Anyway, uh, the, sh the showrunner, if you look at the showrunner, uh, look at her work on Rotten Tomatoes. Cause I did. And she's the only, uh, other, thing that she's been attached to that, that she's been left to her own devices on she got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes impressive yeah not percent not zilch zero everything else has been in conjunction with something else and not particularly high by the way I don't, I don't know if she's had one uh, one which has been uh any decent but yeah the one the other the only other one that she's been left with on her own and this is over the span i think of 12 years maybe keep uh no just just keep keep bringing these 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 pieces of fucking filth in keep bringing them in uh keep letting them fucking show exactly who they are and what they represent and then we can realize that we don't have to have anything to do with these people we don't have to support what they make. We don't have to follow what they do. Uh, the only thing to look out for is what to miss by them. Yep. I mean, like, it's not like the, these, the, it's not like these comedians had a prime to be passed. Like they were never really, they were bit players, bit parts, 
And as as said, they are around today because they are in a group of uh, where where some people are talented, like they're they're attached to like the Paul Rudds of the world, mm-hmm. so they're able to to basically ride their coattails to other projects. Now Seth Rogen has uh, he did produce um, the Boys and and Preacher, so that's why he's still around. He, he's he's more of a producer now than actor. Anyway, I think he did Pickled too, and none of the shit I'm going to watch. Um, he's a one trick pony. Uh, and the, the worst thing about it is like, they think ahead about like, Hey, people are going to criticize this. We can call them white supremacists on Twitter and make it part of our marketing. And that's the thing. Like, that's when we get, okay. In all seriousness, we're breaking down a stupid Christmas show. That's supposed to be, you know, like sausage party, except much, much worse. And it can exist. I absolutely hope I want it to exist. Uh, and so we can call it out, but like that part of the marketing, that's the part that actually bothers me, uh, because it's been happening over and over again. It was what, what was behind, uh, the first female doctor played by Jody Whitaker. It was behind that marketing. Uh, it was behind the James Bond marketing and the black Panther marketing and the captain Marvel marketing. They, they, they are making it marketing. They are trying to introduce division and conflict into fandom. And, and we get blamed for, for calling it out when they're the ones who introduced it. So, well, yeah, because otherwise we've got to eat their fucking shit. Yeah. Fuck that. No, thanks. Not what I've been fucking dining on nectar with a lot of these franchises. And then suddenly you want to take that away and say, Hey, look, we're going to take away this nectar and what we're going to replace it with is a big plate of shit. And you're going to like it. No, don't have to fucking like it one bit. Look at the fucking, the the state of merchandise with Star Trek. Look at the state of merchandise with anything that isn't OG or clone related stuff in Star Wars. Or Mandalorian, you can add the Mandalorian to that as well now. Just doesn't sell. Doctor Who stuff doesn't sell. And this isn't, this isn't, uh, if all the evidence proved the contrary, then I could happily say, okay, maybe, maybe I'm I'm out of touch with this. You know, I'm out of touch now. Jodie Whittaker's hitting the fucking 10 mil every fucking week on Doctor Who. Yeah, and everyone's going, oh no, this show's great. And lots of fandoms rising up, going, oh, this is fantastic stuff. Same with Star Trek. <clears throat> Same with, with Discovery and that and Picard. But no, nobody's saying that. And as I, as I said, uh, I think I said it on your um, uh, Doctor Who chat with you the other day. I said, nobody nobody is creating content about how good this stuff is. No. The, the people are just chasing the critics of it. That's what they're doing. So we're not seeing like a plethora of, of well-devised, well-thought-out, well-reasoned uh, content about how good discovery is how good doctor who is how good uh picard was we're not seeing any of that it doesn't exist because i don't think anyone can really do it without sounding like an absolute buffoon all we're seeing is those people coming after whoever it may be me gary mauler yellow flash just some guy drinker whatever whoever it may be jeremy geeks and gamers uh going oh you're so fucking uh, cynical and you so you just create content which is like 
Maybe to make people angry. Well, where where is your content talking this up? You can't do it because you know that this fucking shit we're being fed that's losing millions upon millions of viewers is dog shit. And you can't justify it. Now, you might have a, a, a love of the of the franchise just like we do, and you might find it, it, it difficult to uh, to channel your frustration with what's going on. And so you attack the people that are doing the attacking. And I can understand that. I can understand that all day long. But it doesn't stop that the uh, the evidence to all these franchises that have been usurped, turned over, the evidence says people have rejected it thoroughly. Not a little bit, thoroughly. And now these franchises are all in the fucking doghouse. They're all fucking done. And they were... Uh, <clears throat> with Russell T. Davis, this is, this is the first sign that we've seen of somebody that has been involved with a successful level of this project coming and saying, uh, give it back. Give it to me. Because even if Russell doesn't turn the, the timeless child over, and if he doesn't, I'm, I'm, I told you though, I'm out. I bet you he still tries his damnedest to make an, an entertaining Doctor Who show. I'm, I, it'll be better, but like, how much better, you know? Especially with the, the bottom of the barrel we've been dealing with for Flux, which like I said, it barely constitutes a story. And at the same time, I, I just think you're absolutely right with uh, the people who haven't given up on these latest iterations of these franchises. They're not very passionate still. They don't really care that much. They're like, yeah, oh, that was fun. What else we got? Switch's channel, you know? Well, yeah, day later, gone. Meanwhile, there used to be a thing of like, you know, like, look at the OT, man. That's three movies. It lasted decades and decades and decades. Three movies. That's fans right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the power of fans do. That, but that is the, the passion of fandom. That is, this, that is the strength of fandom. And if you look at any Star Trek um, celebration, and I'm talking like in the 90s, let's go back to the 90s, you know, you look at any of those huge gatherings of Star Trek and Star Wars, you fucking, what do you see? You see, and I'm not going to use the D word, and I'm not going to use the fucking I word. I'm going to use, you see, everybody that you see when you go out your front door. Yep. That's what you fucking see. You see everyday people from all walks of life celebrating this one thing that you, uh, as, as a person all come together at this moment in time to celebrate, which would be Star Wars or Star Trek or Doctor Who or Red Dwarf or whatever it may be. And we have, we've, we've been having these insidious people come in to these franchise and telling us they have not been like that at all. And you have been abused and you have been neglected and you have been this and you have been victimized. And you need to go to war with your franchise and the people who are there you need to go for for no fucking reason and we're going to create this new better more inclusive more diverse franchise for you which is all gaslighting bullshit and the reason why they have to say these things is because the content is garbage and the reason why they didn't have to say these things before because it wasn't the pulling 
issue, the pulling issue was creating and writing great entertainment. And great entertainment can be appreciated appreciated by anybody from any walk of life, color, creed, religion, Dionysus, whatever, anything. But today we're living in the, the narcissistical world. And today we're living in a, in a Hollywood, in a bubble that's so far up its own ass that's only trying to tender to itself, to cater to itself, to create for itself. Why they have to throw the buzzwords out there is to try and pretend that we're doing it for you. We're doing it for you guys. This is for you. This is for the fact. Gary, end every single... I don't, I don't know. Sorry, Maul. I don't know if you're a Trekkie fan. Mm, After every really. season of Discovery, uh, what did we always hear about the next season? Well, the next season is going to be more optimistic and in line with how Trek used to be. And it never was. That was just some bullshit. Some bullshit to tag you along. They said Strange about new, every series. Every series. <laughs> Not just Every just series. series. Yes. Strange New Worlds. It's going to be more optimistic and in line with what you're used to from, from old... It's not. It's not at all. It's, I bet I can... Willing to bet the fucking farm on that. Star Trek Discovery Season 4 exists only to not have cis white males. Yeah, I need to... Uh, if you can... I need to get a drink because that massive oh, runt has dried the shit out of my mouth with this heater here. Oh, the... the I was looking into that. Yeah, it's... It, uh, What, what Hollywood has done to the franchises is unforgivable. Um, but what this could have been stopped a couple of years ago if the fandoms had been united enough to stop it, which they weren't. That's just, it's a bummer. But that's yeah, the way I mean, you, you get a section of fans who will literally just be happy to see a new thing from that franchise, no matter what it is. And it's hard to get those ones to push back, you know? Yep. I mean, we're early stages in Marvel right now. Still. I mean, yeah. like, you, you know, we, we've, okay, Endgame, we we're like, mm, you know, there's Captain America, Captain, sorry, Captain Marvel, and Captain <laughs> and Endgame, Endgame. I started seeing it in Wasp and Ant-Man. I'm like, I don't like this. Um, well, man, I freaking look at uh, Captain Marvel and Black Panther. I thought were both terrible. Yeah, and, and like it's it's just not been good. But it's this year has been horrific, and there are people defending it like they just watched Joss Whedon's Avengers, and it's like this. You know, this isn't like the same thing. Like it's literally not. They're not going to remember these. Like Eternals has evaporated, dude. It's gone, right? Nobody, <laughs> nobody's a fan of it. Nobody cares. And you see how vigorously they were defending it for forty-eight hours <laughs> for, for, for a couple of days. Then somebody jangled some keys. They went, "Oh look, they're on the Spider-Man." We loved uh, Joker over on EFAP. We spent a good like month talking about like all the things we thought worked in it and looking at videos that were critical of it it like culturally mattered for a decent amount of time and it's still remembered yeah. and referenced. It has a place where, where it earned its, you know, but now like, like, Oh, Eternals just ask me what that film was about in three years. And I'm going to be like, which one was that? Yeah. Was it, dude. Like, no, that's a good point. I made a Joker video like uh, three months after it came out 
and it was one of my best performing Joker videos, my best performing videos. I mean, nothing like yours, but like, you know, for me, it was good. Um, and, and it was just me, you know, pointing out that the hypocrisy after all that time, like the, the movie started getting awards and, uh, people were, you know, the people who were, and, and I love the defense was you guys don't understand, you know, the right wing took over this movie and you don't understand <laughs> the messaging. It's like uh, motherfucker. Yeah, I did understand the messaging. Uh, and no, the right wing didn't know people who liked movies said they liked this movie. Some of them might be right wing. Some of them might not, but it was no people who liked movies, uh, caught you on something, you know, it was the access media that came out and completely prejudged the movie were wrong about it. And then like stuck to their guns. Yeah. Uh, when it was just simply a good movie. Uh, certainly, well, but Gary, that's so unusual. <laughs> it's simply a good movie. It's like, whoa, can't have that these days. Okay, that's too Can't scary. That. Uh, and and, and I, I love that assumption that uh, that we don't understand the messaging. I absolutely understood all of. Oh, it. they do that a lot. That's just another way of dismissing us, right? Because if, if we didn't get it, then what? Of what? Of what use is our perspective? So as long as they can prove we didn't get it, they're done with us. It's like, yeah, okay. Okay. That's it. We didn't get it. Yep. Yeah. The 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 complexity of the Joker. <laughs> you know, it's it's a good movie. Uh, it's open ended, and you know, was it in his? I don't know. Uh, is that something you even think about? What's up, why, Joe? That's why I worry about for the sequel. What is your theory, Mahler, on the ending? Um, in are you asking which parts do I think like a real or in his head or yeah? Um, what are you so, talking so, about here, by the way? Uh, Joker, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, so just to to rerun in my head, right? So the the ending is we see him walking away from whatever meeting he had, where he's probably killed the lady he was talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, you you asking if that is literal or? With the I blood mean, footprint, is the whole movie in his head, or did it happen? Um, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know how much value I see in in saying like, oh, it was all in his head, you know. Uh, I see a ton of value it. in that too. Either no, I don't. I, think um, I know a lot of people. I don't know how you guys feel about this, but like a lot of people felt that the Bruce Wayne element was really tacked on, but um, I really enjoyed the idea that he was laughing, thinking about the the horrors of his life caused him to do a thing that is now going to recreate the horrors for another person uh, without him obviously being aware that this person is going to grow up and stop him. Mm. Like I I see a lot of interesting thoughts about that in terms of the matter of Batman versus Joker. I I thought it was nice and subtle too. You don't have to go crazy with it. No, they didn't. They they, they, they Um, sparsely used Bruce and, uh, and and Thomas was used very specifically. This is the nightmare of being me, by the way. I, I wrote a lot of notes and part of a script for a Joker video that never got further, but one day I'd like to return to it. Um, I did the same mm. thing for Falcon the Winter Soldier. I think the script was almost complete for that one, but I never, it never got further. The Boys Season 2, the script has been completed and redrafted three times, but it never got to video making. I'm currently making a different video. If only Marvel had this level of quality control, it'd be amazing. 
Oh yeah, because that's the thing. The boys won. Like I plan to redraft that another two times before letting it go. Because that's that's a seven-hour video. That'll be at least. Oh, you're just turning me on now. I fucking hate season two. <laughs> I want to kill it. Ter- it's terrible. It's awful. I'm not looking forward to season three because it's going to be worse probably. Um, yeah, but the Joker is something we could just have fun with, talk about. Uh, I think what it is was it was an unreliable narrator. So certainly mm-hmm. you could say some of those things just did not happen, but mm-hmm. a lot did. A lot did. Um, and at the end, he becomes the Joker. And I thought it was interesting, like that Joker side of his personality is completely different to, to what the rest of the character is because he's not that smart. The Joker's fucking smart. Yeah. So something cunning. like a different personality has to take over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would have to become ruthless and create these plans not considering anyone's well-being, uh, which you can sort of see coming, I suppose, if he was to have a complete breakdown and rebuild a different personality. But I don't want a Joker to. No, 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 I don't. But it's made so much money, is it inevitable that they're going to have to do some... Well, not have to do something, but that they will do something. I don't want it. I never want to date don't want the throne. I think no, it's a self. It's a. Well, I think it's a wonderful. I love it. I think it's a wonderful self-contained story, and yep. you don't yeah, need agrees. to go any further. Squid Games because too. Yeah, yeah, I know, and that's disheartening. Um, but like you know, one of the great things about the Joker is when, when the comic book sometimes tried to delve within the psyche of it, like the Killing Joke, or there's been some showcases with the Joker as well. Um, which were interesting. There was a showcase where in this version of the Joker, they also were not scarred. They put the paint on themselves and the stuff. And that was in the 90s that they did that. And that was in, a sh- I think, a, sh- a story in showcase. Uh, but one of the beauties is, is you don't, you don't, it's, an, it's like Gary said, it's an unrela- unrela- unreliable narrator. So you tend to get these different, facets from his past but it could i think the more muddy that that pond becomes the better um because uh, you just don't know you don't need to know you don't ever need to to know uh, no, where, yeah. the, where the comic book ones originates from but you know exactly your imagination will fill in yeah. blanks and it'll be much better than anything <laughs> anybody comes up with this it's could like- be something maybe that happened maybe not Weeping Angels, Borg, uh, Joker, um, at one time Venom for Spider-Man. These were great villains that should uh, have been used sparingly. Like the Borg three times maybe the entire series and just wait, save them for the end because they're the big boogeyman that's absolutely scary. uh, And the less we know, the better. Uh, and, And same with the Weeping Angels. There's so many things that my brain filled in with the weeping angels like especially their possible connections to the time lords of which we never say uh and that uh the more they use them uh, and no writer has that much restraint unfortunately especially when things become popular i mean even in the killing joke the the joker says sometimes i remember things differently yep they even say that in the killing joke themselves and that's the one that people say this oh well you know this is the definitive origin of the joker it's not because even the joker's admitting in it that he some days it's different 
this is this is today's version. Yeah, the, the regrettable thing with Watchmen and the Joker is, or, or Killing Joke is, with as seminal of projects as they are, they were emulated too much, and they were again stories that were meant to be used sparingly. Uh, and that's what the industry became. It became nihilism. And, uh, you know, it brought us the ultimates, which I, you know, I read and enjoyed at the time as an alternate universe, but then it just became the norm for superheroes. And that's why, you know, something like the boys comes out now. And I mean, we just started, if you think about it with the MCU Mm -hmm. did something that no other franchise has done. It built up a superhero universe and it just built the superheroes and now it's tearing them down. Yep. And the voice comes out and just, and people, you know, gravitate to that, which is, it's doing the easiest thing. It's tearing them down. Oh, wow. Another bad Superman. And I know the general populace hasn't seen the bad Superman trope as much as we comic book readers mm. have seen the bad Superman. Oh, trope dude, even that. I'm bored of it. And I'm not even, you know, I'm very bored of bad Superman. <laughs> we need that Superman and Lois Superman. That's the Superman we need right now. Yep. Wouldn't it be crazy if Superman was like angry and like used the lasers and cut people in half with them who were like innocent? Wouldn't that oh be my nuts? God, so edgy. And then he like he he's like angry and shouty and but he doesn't kill Butcher ever. Well, uh, we have come to the four hour mark, uh, so I'm gonna have to do a super chat square up tomorrow i'll do a live square up tomorrow starting at uh, 6 p.m uk time and then that will lead into hot toys where we've got a little guest uh for hot toys somebody who's just bought their first ever hot toy sarah silverman close seth rogan uh but it was of sarah silverman uh so we'll do we'll do uh we'll have that at 8 p.m um thank you so if you haven't had your super chat read out it will be in this square up i uh i promise i will get through all of them uh gabby uh is there anything that you would like to pluggy poos looking at something real oh shit hang on let me look i got it (laughs) hang on i'm pulling this image up right now the tension i know that's gonna be good galactic star cruiser remember galactic star cruiser well we have a captain oh no (laughs) oh no Oh no, this is real! Uh, <laughs> is that real? I thought it was a fucking someone who was taking a piss out of Thrawn! I thought it was a Photoshop. Is that actually real? And it's actually real. That is from Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, we're gonna be uh, here forever. <laughs> uh, 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 
<laughs> so we're, nev- we're never, we're never going to run out of things to We're never getting out of here. <laughs> Captain, what? It's Karen. Fucking Karen. Captain Karen, Captain Karen of, Karen. of the Galactic Star Cruiser. <laughs> She's got a Karen haircut. I like. Oh, hey, Disney is on the precipice of turning Star Wars around, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Any second now. Any day now. Yeah. Any day now. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. $6,000. You can stare at this face. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) $6,000. You can stare and laugh at this face. I'll pay you six fucking thousand just to never see star wars again just oh no what does it say though gary what does it say a first look at captain keevan of star wars galactic star cruiser at walt disney this is from uh walt disney news today uh not a site i regularly go to but uh during destination d23 d23 is the disney uh like fan it's not it's a disney website it's fan oriented. They used to do a show called the armchair archivists. Uh, I used to know the guy who did that show and I've actually been, uh, I've met the CEO or former CEO of D 23 on one of the projects I worked on when I worked in Hollywood. Uh, so here we go. Uh, during destination D 23, we learned details about some of the new characters we could meet aboard the starship, uh, Halcyon a.k.a. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, Entertainment Weekly has now provided the first look at the captain of the Halcyon, uh, Ryle, Ro, Ryle, Ryle, Ryola Karen. Ryola Karen. <laughs> uh, captain Karen has a secret up her sleeve. She's going to the manager, even though she's a captain. Uh, she has worked for uh, Chandrila Starlines for about 30 years aboard the Halcyon and saw an opportunity in the ship's manifest and large cargo hold embodied by an encounter with Leia Organa. Oh, of course. Women women resisting women up. Well, you know, Dave Filoni's whole plan is to make Leia the chosen one through the Favros universe and not Luke. Not Luke. Uh, She turned the ship into a rum runner to pull off missions uh, we'll learn a lot more about her and her role in some pretty iconic moments in Star Wars history. They're going to insert her in Star Wars history. Walt Disney Imagineer Scott uh, Destroyer, I'll just call him, told Entertainment Weekly he added that she runs the ship with capability and professionalism second to none. In other oh, words, God. she's amazing. She's the uh, best. She's ever. intelligent. She's caring. She's oh. fun. Tell me where we haven't heard this before about every female character in the last five years. <laughs> that meets the eye. Oh my god. That's Transformers, you fucking rip off. They need to make a character that where they say there's much less to her than meets the eye. <laughs> like yeah. she's much more boring than she comes across. <laughs> yeah. Does anything I mean, does does that is the definition of dull right there? Yes. The picture's the definition of dough for sure. Does that look Star Wars at all in any <laughs> way to form to you? No, it looks like I'm just about to be told how much money I need to pay in a mobile phone game. 
yeah, that or like some really cringy boomer advertisement for like this is our airline service, but we're also partnering with something like Star Trek or Starface, the battle game <laughs> on mobile. Thompson's Holiday takes you to outer Pan limits Pangeas of the universe. Is yeah. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! It's just fucking terrible. I mean, it's um. Oh. It's it's lowest of low efforts, right? That imaginable. Here, I gotta put this on Twitter too. Fucking shit. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, there's more to talk about. Uh, uh, Yellow Flash has got a video. I'm sure he does. <laughs> he probably made it in the last ten minutes. Uh, he's no, yeah, he's seen that wolf. He's off. He's making a bit about this. Yep. Oh man, that is that is appalling. It really is. And you know that they pulled it. Well, yeah, of course, you know they pulled the trailer after we fucking were laughing at it on Friday Night Tights. <laughs> Within minutes of us. I mean, it could have been a pure coincidence, as or, <gasps> or not. <laughs> do, 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 I don't know. It's a little do, do, bit too do, 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 close. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a bit too close. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a combination of different things, but it just seemed awfully close to one hell of a fucking ribbing in front of 9,000 people on a stream, you know? The fuck is that? I know somebody's just said. The fuck is that uniform? Even I, I, I do not know. Uh, it's a respectable whammon <laughs> uniform. How dare you? It's a cover me whammon up uniform, and it's a, it's a cap. Look, when I see that, I see, <laughs> I see power. I see strength of a whammon. I see. Oh, I just, um, I just want to respect her so much. I do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am respecting shit out of her right now i swear to god i fucked a bird like this once when i was very drunk and i don't i don't it's i'm kind of getting a little bit of um i'm so sorry i know i'm was getting she a blue little bit before of, or after <laughs> she was blue after i fucking strangled her <laughs> oh god <laughs> and on that note i i really have to go i'm afraid <laughs> all right uh <laughs> Mahler, you you go oh, i've um, I'm I'm working on a Santa Inc. I'm working on a Santa Inc. video live streams in the future. Uh, meetup, uh, my meetup information in San Diego. Go to my website or check out the community section. And thank you for having me on. Mahler can say goodbye now. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> we're gonna do super chat catch up tomorrow at 7 p.m. British time. So yeah, you'll have a whole bunch to choose from. I might start at five. I've got one, but mine's pre-recorded. So okay. that's the thing. We've all gotta make sure we keep up with them. Um other than that, yeah, I'm just working on working on stuff. You'll find out more as time goes on. It's a grind. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I love I love chatting with you guys about Doctor Who and stuff. And such a pity that we've got no more new episodes for some time. Oh no! Just love Chibnall's content. You can well, just talk about the plot line all day because of how dude, well we got. We got one in three weeks. Oh, for fuck's sake! Well, that was short lived. I guess we'll have to talk about Hawkeye if I can find <laughs> reason to watch it. <laughs> just give me it's, a few weeks. I don't know. Yeah, it's only six episodes. How many are out? Three. Because they did two uh, on the premiere night. So, yeah, two weeks. But we're Wait, what day well. do they come out on Thursday? 
it came out. Uh, it's, it's a Wednesday, so we, it it drops on a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, like early in the morning. Oh, I still can't bring myself to watch this. I think it's actually at a decent time for you guys. I think it comes out like at nine in the morning. Nine a.m. Yeah. If I can't do it, surely you can do it. I should be doing it <laughs> because I'm not doing Discovery, so I should be doing Hawkeye. But after those first two episodes, I'm just like, just between you and, you and Gary, mm-hmm. chat can't hear us. All right. I don't give a fuck. Join the club. It is so fucking dull and boring. Yep. And I don't give a shit about any of the characters. Yeah. And I couldn't give a fuck about the one-legged fucking death bind. I don't care. It doesn't make you interesting having a disability for no fucking reason. I know. I don't fucking give a shit. Hold on. They can hear us now. So, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so, yeah. Th- thanks for having me. So, so yeah. I love the show. Yeah. Good show. No, no yeah. problem, dude. It's fine. It's great. Love having you, man. Love having you. Cheers. Uh, so, massive thank you to uh, everyone who turned out today. Big thank you as well to Drinker for coming along. Uh, please, the description link in, down below and also the pinned comment, it takes you to Critical Drinker's plushie pre-order. My please uh, go support Drinker now. I've got mine. I've got mine. I've got mine. Two. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, if, if you've got a few shekels, folks, it'd be great uh, to get a hold of a critical drink plushie. The quality, based off the rags and mauler, is fantastic. Uh, so you're in for a treat there. Uh, everyone who's done a super chat that hasn't had the super chat read out, and a massive thank you to everyone who's super chatted. Uh, super chat square up. I'm going to decide whether it's going to be 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. tomorrow. I'll put it up an hour or two in advance so you know. Um, considering Maul has got his going on as well. And I want, would like to eat something before the uh, <laughs> hot toy stream would be great. Uh, everyone who hit the join button and became a member. Thank you so much as well. My mods. Thank you so much indeed uh, for coming along and doing a great job as per usual. My as is angels. Uh, and I, I thank you a lot. I don't know why I said that last line. I was just vying for time. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow, uh, like I said, 5 or 6 p.m. UK time for the Square Up Live. Uh, 8 p.m. UK time for the Hot Toys with Robert Meyer Burnett. Thursday, <laughs> people adding Super Chats. To, they'll go on to tomorrow, so don't worry, folks. Um, Thursday, uh, here on this channel, episode 6 of Squid Game, where, Mola, you're going to be joining us? Is that was this, this Thursday? This Thursday, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know that that's if you're making it to both that and open bar, I guess I am too. Yeah, I'm doing both. Very well. <laughs> Exciting. It, it might start, it, we might start an hour earlier, actually. Start at seven, go to nine, jump into the uh, bar for a bit. All right, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I thought you wanted you want to do episode six, you know, so you wanted to do episode six. Well, I think he six. said he was interested in doing it as well. I don't know if uh... I'll, I'll text him. I'll text mm-hmm. him, see if he wants to do that as well before yeah, yeah. open bar. Uh, so if so, we'd start it early, maybe six. <laughs> <laughs> Things that we're discussing openly that we can work out in uh, the past. Yeah, the point I'm, is, you got a bazillion shows coming, chat everywhere. Yeah, you got a fuck ton of content coming your way. <laughs> Friday night nights too with Zuby and <sighs> Hernandez. 
So excited. And I'll so be so excited for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm invited to open bar, but if I am, uh, I'll be in San Francisco. So I'll try to find a place, uh, like go to, a, I'll go to a coffee shop or something like that. Try to pop in. Uh, yeah, you're on the, you're on the group chat, dude. I am. Yeah. He said he's yeah. inviting all past guests. So. All right. So get, tell you what I'll do. I'm going to go to the location where I did my very first podcast from Nergrotic, and I will join you guys from there. Yes. Nice. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Okay, bye. So yeah, we a ton of bye. shit coming up for you to choose from, and uh, we'll be back uh, with some more stuff very soon. You take care. Bye for now. Bye.